How many times have we referred to South Dakota State's league schedule as the gauntlet? Well, in case you wondered if that was hyperbole, just try this on for size. The bottom three teams in the Valley, Murray State, Indiana State, and Western Illinois are a combined two and 25. None of them are on SDSU schedule. Outside the Jacks, there are seven Missouri Valley Football Conference teams with winning records, and SDSU has beaten six of them. Today, the seventh straight foe with a winning record and the sixth-ranked league opponent stands in the way of the yellow and blue. Number 22, Youngstown State is looking for a signature win to lock up a playoff bid, while the Jacks are 60 minutes from their 24th consecutive win, which would be the fourth longest streak in FCS history. It's the Jackrabbits and the Penguins for the 24th time in these two programs' histories after we pause 10 seconds to allow stations to identify themselves. You're listening to South Dakota State Football. This is WNAX Yankton. Go to buyfordnow.com and see why Ford is America's best-selling brand. Alongside Brent Bowen and Scotty Quaz, I'm Tyler Merriam. Happy Veterans Day to all of you who have served for us, including you, Scooter. Thank you for your service. And Scotty, our weather at kickoff presented by DeKalb. Wherever you compete, winning has roots. Perform at your best with DeKalb brand corn in the middle of November in Northeast Ohio. It's hard to ask for a better day. 46 degrees, cloudy and overcast. It's been that way. We had a little moisture on the windshield when we got out this morning, but overall, a little bit of a northerly breeze that's going to be as you hear us going from right to left uh, less than 10 should be here today just enough to put a chill in the air but again just overcast 46 yeah for mid-november we'll take this youngstown all reds red helmets and adorned with the youngstown state penguins logo on either side the penguin looks almost as flashy as does in the fire hydrants throughout town along with red tops, white numerals and letters outlined in black and red pants. South Dakota State, meanwhile, those flashy blue helmets with the Jackrabbit head logo on them. White tops, the numbers are blue outlined in yellow and blue pants. Rick Warney is our referee and he is bringing the two teams and their captains out to midfield, the four Jackrabbits who have Locked hand in hand, making their way from the near sideline for the coin toss. Mark Gronowski, Mason McCormick, Garrett Greenfield, and Adam Bach. And Mark Gronowski literally spun away from McCormick and went to the other end of the line so he could be closest to Rick Warney because he'll be the man actually calling the coin toss here. See if we can listen into Mr. Warney. Tails, tails, you're the visitors. What's your call? Toss hands. But his heads, you want to toss. South Dakota State won a toss. Likes to defer. So the Jacks defer. Youngstown State will receive this in. Good luck, gentlemen. So it'll be Youngstown State with the football first. And again, this is a Penguin offense that has plenty of punch behind it. 12th in the country in scoring at 35 points a game. 
16th in total offense, 429 yards per game. If you take away last week's win at Indiana State, in which the Penguins only put up 19, there are other FCS games, 52, 48, 41, 31, 31, 41, and 44. Scooter offense has not been an issue for Doug Phillips' squad. Uh, 429 yards per ball game, like they said, but now they have they, uh, been able to avoid uh, other teams uh, not allowing them to score 25 points allowed per game. So while they can put up a lot, they've also been allowing some big plays. They've been allowing some scores downfield. So we'll uh, see the test of will between defenses today. Great to have you along with us wherever you may be throughout our Jackrabbit Sports Network on the radio, the Varsity Network app, the Jackrabbit app. If you're watching us on Booth Cam, hello as well. Great to have you along. South Dakota State, number one in the country, 9-0 and 22nd ranked, 6-3 and Youngstown State. Jacks have won 12 of the last 14 meetings and lead the overall series 16-7. Dustman will tee things up as we look at it on the right side of the field. The main grandstand is across the way from us. At the height of it is the tallest point in the entire city of Youngstown. Matter of fact, capacity just north of 20,000. This is the 42nd year of football at Stambaugh Stadium. They affectionately call it the Ice Castle. It stands out when you're driving in uh, from any perspective. Dre rushed it, Ezekiel Blake to return, rushed it a 21 and a half yard average. End over end kick by Dustman towards the near side. Fair catch waved for and made by Rushton. And it will be a touchback and South Dakota State's defense will deal with the Youngstown offense at the 25 yard line. Again, Mitch Davidson, sixth year senior, Salem, Ohio. The fourth most efficient quarterback in the FCS. He has gone 129 passes without being intercepted. Davidson will have one back alongside him. It's Tyshawn King. He'll have one wide to the right, the electric Bryce Oliver, and two more to the left. Hicks, DePriest, Van Morrow, and Tervier, the four down linemen for SDSU. Youngstown from its own 25, a first and 10. Davidson looking left, he'll throw that way. Reception made and held up as Tom Zach, who then fumbles the football, but the whistle has already been blown. The field, the runner's Second down. Isaiah Stallburn ended up with the football. However, play was ruled dead that Max Tomzak's forward progress had been stopped at the 30-yard line for a five-yard gain. And I think that was a fairly generous spot, too. It looked like it was maybe back at about the 28, but they marched it forward to 30. So a break there for Youngstown. It's second down and five. A handoff to Tyshawn King, and not a whole lot of real estate to work up the middle. Tervier, along with the safety reader, making the stop. So it'll be third down and three for Youngstown. Penguins are 43% on the year, which is seventh in the Valley, but 28th in the country. Brandon Serrano, a tight end on that side, kind of crashed down and made a nice little seam, but defense filled the gap. So third and three for the Penguins from their own 32. Three wides bunched to the right. Davidson wearing a white sleeve on his right arm. 
Communicates with his offensive line. Takes a letter high snap. Jacks rush four. Davidson rolling right. Pressure gets away. Running to the near side and then simply has to dive at the feet of Adam Bach and Dyshawn Gales. The Jackrabbit pressure of Brian Williams forced Davidson out of the pocket. He had nowhere to go. He loses two. And the Penguins three plays and now a punt. Great downfield coverage too by those DBs. That whole back half. They had him covered and that forced him to scramble. And he scrambles to the right while the receivers were all going to the left, so we really had nobody to throw it to. Brendan Kilpatrick, a 43-yard average on 34 punts. That's the second best in the Missouri Valley. And Tucker Large, second in the nation in punt returning at 21.2 yards per return at his own 32. Kilpatrick kicks it away from him to the far side. It'll bounce at the 35, roll inside the 30, inside the 25. Large lets it trickle past him inside the 20, and it will finally come to rest at the 14-yard line. So a punt of 54 yards. What a job by Kilpatrick. Make it 56, actually. And the Jackrabbit uh, punt return team there, they tipped something off. They they knew it was a return right, so Large went over that direction. But the punt landed well short of where Large was, so he couldn't really run up and make a catch on that one and a fortuitous bounce for the Penguins. Jackrabbit defense forces a three and out. Now the SDSU offense takes the field, minus Jackson Yankee, who's not on the trip. Five wides, two right, three left. Granowski to throw him. It's a blitz. High throw on the screen. Jaden Yankee makes the catch and has room 20. Cuts along the right seam, 25, and he picks up a first down to the 26-yard line, a first Dakota first down of 11 yards to Jaden Yonke. That underneath little bubble screen there and just a lot of traffic, a lot of movement, guys coming out. He's coming back towards the ball and kind of makes that acrobatic spin catch there. And Gets upfield, nice play. First Dakota National Bank has been serving the people of South Dakota with dependable banking solutions for 150 years. First Dakota, it's where the locos go. 12-35 opening quarter, no score. Handoff Isaiah Davis running right to the 30. Room to run, 35-40, right numbers 45. And a diving tackle made right around midfield by the strong safety Marcus Hooker to save what would have been a touchdown. It will be a pickup of 28 yards for Davis on the ground. Boy, Graham Goring a great block downfield too. He was just trucking his guy down the sideline in there. And Davis had daylight from the minute he got to that second level. They had kind of hedged up in the box, and that left a wide open space. Again, this Youngstown team allowing only 94 rushing yards per game. Three minutes gone, no score. Three and out by the Penguins. SDSU first and 10, Youngstown 48. Screen again to Jaden Yonke along the right numbers to the 45. Turning up field to about the 44. Four-yard gain to Jaden. 24 catches on the year. Two today, very active in the early going. The fifth-year senior out of Madison. From that right hash mark to the right sideline, there's a limited amount of real estate there to kind of wedge that pass in there. Identical to the first play from scrimmage there, and they got, again, some positive yards. South Dakota State from right to left it goes at the 44-yard line of the Penguins. A second down and six. One wide either side. Davis behind Granowski at a pistol. Mark looks to throw, looking left, rolls right, throws that way. Mike Morgan makes the catch. The tight end turns up field along the right sideline, and he'll be out of bounds just inside of the 40. He needed the 39 to move the sticks. So it'll be third down and less than a yard as Morgan comes up with his eighth reception of the year. And we've heard it a couple. If you've been a casual listener to the radio show or coaches shows, well, getting the tight ends involved is something that's been out of the playbook 
Offensive coordinator Zach Luan, he knows, he's been reminded, so tight ends get a touch today. Jacks are best in the nation, 58% on third downs, third and less than one. Snap back, Ranowski hand to Davis, straight up the middle. Didn't get a lot, but he'll pick up the first Dakota first down to the 38 of the Penguins. A two-yard gain. Jacks actually had Quinton Christensen in the game as a sixth offensive lineman wearing the tight end eligible 83 number. He got to the line of scrimmage, and it didn't look like much, but he had missed the first yard. Our offensive line got such a big push off the snap. That whole line moved forward about a yard or two, so made for an easy pickup. 10-20 first quarter. Youngstown State went three and out. Jacks a five-play, 48-yard drive. Amar Johnson in to the left of Gronowski. Jaden Yonke in the backfield to the quarterback's right. Now we have whistles, and a timeout has been called. State. First charge timeout. And so South Dakota State takes a timeout. 30-second timeout. With 10.09 to play in our opening quarter. Isaiah Davis had that 25-yard run. Jaden Yonke, a 12-yard catch on a screen. And now we're going to take a timeout. Timeout for media. <laughs> all right. So amid all the confusion here in Youngstown, Ohio, a timeout on the field. 10:09 in the first. No score between South Dakota State and Youngstown State. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. With 10:09 to play in the opening quarter, top-ranked South Dakota State and number 22 Youngstown State are tied at zero. But it's Jackrabbit football moving inside of the Penguin 40-yard line. Farming demands well-built equipment. Kubota equipment that's proven for over a century. Tractors rated number one in durability and owner experience. Hay tools backed by a two-year warranty. Sidekick utility vehicles where durability meets speed. And productive SSVs get steers. Visit your local South Dakota Kubota dealer for a demo today. And Jack Cubitt football also brought to you by Sanford Health. They are the exclusive sports medicine provider for the Jackrabbits. Brent Bowen, Scotty Quas, statistician John Nelson. I'm Tyler Merriam, our network producer back at our flagship 570 WNAX studios, Jerry Oster. Coming out of the timeout, Jacks a first and 10 at the Penguins 38. Mark Gronowski talking with one of the officials to confirm something. Play has been stopped for the moment. Our center judge, Donald Bratton and Gronowski had an extended conversation about something, and now we're back ready to go. Jacks have two wides to the left. Morgan tight left, Hines to the right, motioning left to right. Graham Goring, snap to Gronowski, play fake, a deep drop, all day to throw, left seam. It's caught by Zach Hines, who is upended by the safety Marcus Hooker at the 24-yard line, but Hines hangs on anyhow for 14 yards and a first Dakota first down, the 18th reception of the year for the Sioux Falls Washington graduate. And I know the normal guy up here would put out a prediction, and we've had two tight ends. Two catches from two different tight ends. I'm predicting that each will have two tight end touchdowns from different tight ends. Is that a call? Why not? Let's put it out there. Both tight ends motion from left to right. Jaden Yonke along with Graham Goring. Two wides left. Davis behind Gronowski. Snap was early and finally flags and whistles come. The snap came back to Gronowski and nobody else on the offensive line had moved. Well, Isaiah Davis was coming. Yeah, that was just... Kind of a busted offensive set there for the Jackrabbits. Rick Warney said false start, but we're having some issues with his microphone. So the Jackrabbits committing the false start. Take your pick, about half the team went and half didn't. Moves it back to the 29 of the Penguins. 
So a first and 15, 9-15 in our opening quarter. No score, Youngstown State punted after three plays on its first possession, now the Jacks on the move. Gronowski takes a shotgun snap, gives to Davis, running right, cut left behind the tackle O'Brien, then veered back to the right to gain a couple to the Penguin 27. It'll be second and 13. Worth noting the Jacks are one of the most penalized teams in the nation. Seven flags for 68 yards a game, but only drew four penalties a week ago against North Dakota State. Middle of the field, ball rests at the 27. Greenfield and McCormick, the left side of the line. Berenson and O'Brien on the right, Miller the center. Jaden Yonke slot, Graham Goring wide left, wide right, Griffin Wildy, Davis to the quarterback's left. Gronowski claps his hands, Penguins move, no flag, play fake, Gronowski with time, airs it up down the left sideline, and backing his way into the end zone, diving and unable to make the catch, falling onto his back is Jaden Yonke in double coverage. He nearly made a remarkable one-handed grab, but couldn't quite secure it, and it'll be third and long. A right-handed grab, leaning back, and as he reaches back and makes contact with that ground, just can't hang on, the defender falls on on top of him, the ball jostles in there and just missed a remarkable touchdown. So third and 13, again the Jacks, the best third down team in the nation at 58%. Three wides, Devin Cole Jr. goes, joins Goring to the left. And a receiver wide right along with Hines. Gronowski a pump fake, steps up, rolling right, throws down the center of the field. Reception is made, but shy of the sticks by Graham Goring on the crossing route. Goring to the 15, it's a gain of 12. The Jacks still need a yard. So it's fourth and one and the offense staying on the field. Mike Morgan coming in, eight minutes opening quarter. This is fourth and one. A great presence by Mark to just stand in that pocket, steps up, fakes like a run, and then zips that bullet over the middle. Goring was just it was racing right down that 15-yard line. Jacks are four of six on fourth downs on the year. This is fourth and one. Hines is going to go under center. Pitch it to Davis running left with Gronowski as a lead block, and he'll get around the left edge and pick up a first Dakota first down to the Youngstown State 10. Hines motioned from the left side of the formation, went under center, then a toss to Davis and Gronowski out in front. Even Pat Cashmore, the special teams coach in the booth to our right, laughing about that. Well, yeah, I think nine out of 10 people would have said, hey, push, tush is coming. You got a uh, big tight end there, and then it's a pitch back, uh, pitch out, and uh, again, double pitch there, get on the edge and get some room, and Gronowski lead blocking for Isaiah Davis is always a good mix. 11th play of this drive. The Jacks have scored on every red zone trip but one this year. It's first and goal from the 10. Davis running left, then tried to dart back to the right. The Penguins bottle him up after just a yard to the nine. It'll be second and goal. Jacks are in the Case IH red zone. Visit your local Case IH dealer or log on to caseih.com slash jackrabbits. 640 opening quarter. No score. SDSU and Youngstown State. This Jackrabbit drive has lasted more than seven minutes, Scooter. I'm just going to say the possession, time possession, forcing them to punt the ball off and now just methodically march it down the field. Other than the penalty, that's a pretty good positive yards in each play. Amar Johnson, the back to Gronowski's left on second and goal from just inside of the nine. Snap back, Gronowski looking. Quick toss left side to a wide open Amar Johnson, who is into the end zone. Touchdown, Jackrabbits. Graham Goring blocked out in front for him, and there is a flag down, and we're going to check to see 
what this is all about. Goring ended up on his back. There's no foul for offensive pass interference. The ball was caught behind the line of scrimmage. The result of the play is a touchdown. So there you go, the officials huddle and decide that the flag was not necessary. And now Doug Phillips is out on the field, the head coach of Youngstown on the far sideline arguing his case. The previous play is under review. Goring comes out and engages with that DB and right behind him is Amar Johnson making the catch. That's, I guess, technically a block. If you're downfield, that's a holding or a uh, interception. But what, where, where the catch was, was really a clean throw from Mark right over to Amar Johnson. So again, the previous play is being reviewed at the moment. It is an eight yard Mark Gronowski to Amar Johnson touchdown. 6-13 remaining. In the first quarter of play, Youngstown State received the opening kickoff, three plays and punted, and then South Dakota State, a methodical march that took nearly seven minutes off the clock and that apparently has ended in a touchdown, but we are waiting for Rick Warney's review. It is Tom Hall, our replay official, two booths down to our left, and they are looking back at this. Trying to see where the ball was caught, if it was indeed in front of or behind the line of scrimmage. Again, the call, a, again, offensive, well, what they were, again, initially calling offensive pass interference and saying that there was not pass interference. You can go downfield and block if the pass is completed behind the line. the line of scrimmage. If Johnson caught it in front of the line of scrimmage, this could change things. After review. The ball was touched beyond the line of scrimmage. Therefore, you have pass interference, offense, number 12. It's a 15 yard penalty, still first down. Correction, second down. So because Johnson caught the ball beyond the line of scrimmage, it is offensive pass interference, so wipe away the scoring throw from Gronowski to Johnson. And just as important as that, this is a 15 yard penalty. So now the football rests at the Youngstown State 24 yard line. Very close to the line of scrimmage there, just right at it or beyond it. Jaden Yonke will be wide right, Graham Goring slot, Griffin Wilde wide left, Hines will be tight end left, Amar Johnson to the right of Gronowski. This will be second down and goal to go at the Penguins 24. 6-13 in the first quarter, no score. Four down linemen for the Penguins. Gronowski steps up and makes an audible to his five offensive linemen. Now he backs up, claps his hands once, a second time, letter high snap, three-step drop, throws a high-arcing ball down the right sideline over the head of Jaden Yonke, incomplete. Man-for-man -man coverage by Troy Jakubek, who is fourth in the country in interceptions. He and Jaden Yonke exchanging their favorite meals as they come back to their respective huddles before third and goal. And that ball thrown to the outside shoulder in the front of the end zone down there. Jaden just is making the move and can't get turned around fast enough. That's because the defender had him engaged all the way down. If there's a cushion, Jaden can make the turn pretty easy, but the defender gave him a handful. From here, it's about a 41-yard field goal. This is third and goal from the 24. 
Gronowski will give to Amar Johnson straight up the gut. Quick hitter inside the 20, near the 16. He's brought down by Andres Lehrman, the defensive end. That one was pretty obvious. It was to get as many yards as you can to get Dustman closer so he can knock in a field goal and give the Jacks an early lead. And banking that Youngstown in a little bit of a prevent, if you will. We'll keep it in front of us. We don't want to give up the touchdown. That gives you a little bit of room and makes it a little easier kick with the win that we have here today. Hunter Dustman, the two-time reigning Missouri Valley Football Conference Special Teamer of the Week. This will be placed just inside of the 24. So a 33-yard field goal try. Dustman with his right foot swings through. It is up and it is good. And South Dakota State takes the early lead after a long, methodical drive. A touchdown wiped away, but the Jacks do end up on the board anyhow. It is a 33-yard Hunter Dustman field goal. He is now 12 of 15 on the year, and he has made nine in a row. The Northland Ford Dealers drive summary, 14 plays, 70 yards in seven minutes and 47 seconds. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. 5.24 to play in the opening quarter, and it's South Dakota State, number one in the FCS, with a 3-0 lead at 22nd-ranked Youngstown State. This is Jackrabbit football for Bluefield. With 5.24 to go in the opening quarter, top-ranked South Dakota State leads number 22 Youngstown 3-0, a 14-play 70-yard drive that took 7 minutes and 47 seconds, got the South Dakota State Jackrabbits on the board with a Hunter Dustman field goal. Today's Veterans Day matchup is presented by First Premier Bank and Premier Bank Card. For all of your financial needs, choose a company that's locally grown and nationally known. Premier, investing in you. And Cubby's Sports Bar and Grill, that's where you can watch the Jacks while dining in. Many are doing that today, so if you're there, thank you for joining us. Where you can enjoy some great takeout options, too. Cubby's, your Jackrabbit Game Day headquarters in downtown Brookings. Hunter Dustman's kickoff to be presented by Poet. Isn't it about time we got back in rhythm with nature? Poet's a proud leader in the sustainable bioproducts industry. South Dakota State had a touchdown called back due to an offensive pass interference, so they end up with a field goal. Youngstown State went three and out on its first possession. Dre Rushton, Ezekiel Blake waiting on the Dustman kick. From right to left it comes towards the near side. It will go over the head of Rushton into the end zone for a touchback. It is not something to take lightly. Youngstown State the second most time of possession of any FCS team entering today at over 34 minutes. And the Jackrabbits have had the ball for nearly eight of the elapsed nine and change. Youngstown State just a minute 49 on its first possession. Talked about penalties earlier on too. Jack 64 coming into the day game. Youngstown State 66. So either of these teams want to watch uh, watch where, they, where their hands are. Penguins from their own 25, a first and 10. Motioning left to right, the wideout C.J. Charleston handoff up the middle, and the ones meet. Dre Rushton wears one for Youngstown State, one for SDSU Tucker Large. They collide at the 28 and a half. It's a three and a half yard gain. It'll be second down and a long six. Dre Rushton out of Liberty, Ohio, 4.3 yards a carry. He and Tyshawn King split duties at back. Davidson in the shotgun, two wides right, one left. On second down, a lot of time. He'll take a deep shot, and beating everybody down the field was the wideout, but was overthrown Joey Farvin. 
out of Dover, Ohio. And he was open behind both Gales and Reeder. But just a little too far, the throw from Davidson, a missed opportunity for the Penguins. That's a pretty good wing. That's, again, that 10-mile-an-hour breeze. You can see the big Holiday USA flag there is rolling pretty good down in that direction there. So that's a, a deep ball throw. And a little bit back to the middle of the field there, too. That might get pushed over. Penguins failed on their first third down. This is third and a long six. They need their own 35. Three wides right, one left. Davidson looks left, looks right. Pump fakes, and he cannot escape the Jackrabbit rush. Adam Bach and Brian Williams meet the quarterback at the 25-yard line. It's a loss of four. Just the 12th time this year Davidson has been sacked. That's a Nutrient Ag Solution sack. It's the ag retailer of the future. Davidson has just not had a lot of time. And again, they've had limited offensive plays. But Jack's forcing another three and out, forcing another punt here and can get the ball back. Youngstown State has had six plays and two of the six have ended behind the line of scrimmage. Kevin Brenner nearly blocked the punt, which is high, wobbly, fair catch called for and made by Tucker Large at the 36-yard line. It's a 39-yard punt and no return. Brendan Kilpatrick again second in the Valley in punt average. 4.09, first quarter from Youngstown, Ohio and Stambaugh Stadium. Number one South Dakota State, a 3-0 lead over the 22nd ranked Penguins. And this is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 4-9 to play in the first quarter from Youngstown. The score, South Dakota State 3, Youngstown State nothing. It's Jackrabbit football inside of their own territory. And Hogemeyer, local means something greater. Race local, race right here in Jackrabbit Nation. You can learn more at therightseed.com. And hey, a big shout out to those of you on the booth cam. That's Tyler, that's Brent, this is John, I'm Scotty, X, Facebook, Twitter, where else are we doing X this? X is Twitter, it's YouTube X as well. X is Twitter and YouTube and Facebook, we're doing them all. Thank you for joining us on the booth cam. This is how this is how it's done. And, and see, Scotty is a real person. He's not just a picture on a flat stick. Yes, yes, I've been called to the booth, and here I am. And here you are. There's three Dunkin' Donuts left back here, too. Yeah, Bowen's only had three so far. Youngstown State has had six total snaps, two three and outs. The Jacks had 12 snaps in Youngstown territory on its first drive. And so here we are, 4.09 in the first, 3-0 South Dakota State. And the second drive of the game about to begin for SDSU. And the Jacks are playing without Jackson Yonke, not even on the trip. Two wides right, one of them Zach Hines, another wide out left. Both Amar Johnson and Jaden Yonke in the backfield. That's Angel Johnson, excuse me. Angel takes the handoff running left to right across the 40, and he gets tripped up at the 42-yard line, gain of six for Angel Johnson. So that's already three tailbacks who have attempted runs for the yellow and blue today. And just that little different look, putting Jaden in the backfield. Again, we're unveiling as you get down to the now 10th game of the year, a few different wrinkles, a few different looks. You start to unveil a few things and maybe lean in on them a little more and uh, forces other teams have to prepare for that down the road too. Angel Johnson, twice All-State at Viberg Hurley High School, remains in the game as the back on second and four. Gronowski fakes it to him, looking to throw near side, incomplete. That was a play the Jacks have run a couple of times lately with success where they motion a receiver, in this case Jaden Yonke, across the field, fake a handoff one way and throw it back to him, but Youngstown was ready for it to set up third down. That defense came across. Dylan Woodkey from Miamisburg, Ohio there. 
He's a big, tall dude. Woodkey at six foot four, hands up, coming in Mark's face. That's hard to look around and see where to throw that ball. Jacks are one of three on third down so far. They lead the country at 58% for the year. This is third and just about four. They need to reach their own 46. Youngstown State with eight men along the line of scrimmage. Gronowski to throw on an all-out blitz, backs up, backs up, throws down the field pass, knocked away from Griffin Wilde by Troy Jakubek, the veteran cornerback out of nearby Warren, Ohio. There was no doubt what Youngstown was doing there. Everybody came after Gronowski, who bought as much time as he could, but the play broken up, and now Hunter Dustman has to punt. He had a really narrow pocket. Feet were pattering, pattering. He was stepping and stepping, trying to get forward, and allowing for somebody to clear through and just couldn't make the catch. So Dustman to punt, Penguins come after it, but he gets away a beautiful, high, booming kick. It'll go over the head of the return man, Max Tomzak, at the five and bounce into the end zone for a touchback. 58 yards on the punt by Dustman. And on the season, Dustman's first touchback in 17 punts. And so Youngstown State will begin at its own 20, 316 in the first quarter. Youngstown State, three plays and a punt on its first possession. Then SDSU, a long drive, 14 plays, 70 yards, took up more than half of the first. They had a touchdown call back because of a penalty and settled for a Dustman 33-yard field goal. Then each team another three and out, and now the Penguins at their own 20. Mitch Davidson looks to throw out of the shotgun, throws left side, reception by Max Tomzak, who dives in between Bach and Large to the 27. It's a seven-yard gain on the opening play. Three minutes in the first. The Penguins, 12th in the nation in scoring offense, 16th in yards per game at 429 have 12 on seven plays so far. This a handoff up the middle to tie shot. King breaks around the left edge, 31st down, cuts right, and Colby Herter able to dive and bring him down at the 36-yard line. That's nine yards and a first down for Tyshawn King, the Northern Michigan transfer out of the state of Illinois. And boy, a nice job to get on the outside of him, force him to the inside. That made King put the brakes on and get back to the inside and allow the rest of the defense to come help for the tackle. There was a lot of green space once he got to the edge. 3-0 Jacks, 2-20 opening quarter. Penguins, their first first down of the game from their own 36. Mitch Davidson, a tight end either side of the set, two wides right. Four down linemen, a wide snap. Davidson fakes a handoff, rolling right, dumps it off to the near side flat, and Isaiah Stahlberg just absolutely negates Brandon Serrano's reception. It'll be near the 40-yard line. It's a four-yard gain. Serrano in space, six foot 245. Stahlberg giving up 30 pounds, but he pancaked. He almost looks like an offensive tackle pulling. Uh, when Serrano gets out there, he is uh, he is a bit of a load. And he made a little one-handed check block and then jumped out and got that little underneath flip. And again, Jacks are on the spot. Jimmy Rogers was trying to get from right to left and was blocked, so he actually ran around the defensive players. Meanwhile, confusion on a substitution, a handoff up the middle to Tyshawn King, who had a limited amount of room to work. And we'll tell you more about this in a moment. Defense. 
Youngstown subbed a player on. The officials gave the Jacks time to change a player as well, but they didn't start to do it till the officials had already backed off, which means as soon as they do, Youngstown can snap whenever it wants. It did, and an extra player on the field. It's five yards against the Jacks. Yeah, Brian Williams trying to sub in, just got caught in the fray there at Youngstown State, took advantage of the opportunity. Yeah, it wasn't Williams' fault. He no, just got no. told to run on late. So the Penguins here with a second down and one. Two wides left and one right. Davidson, three of four for 16 yards today. The senior from Salem, Ohio, hands the football off to Tyshawn King, and Jason Freeman comes off King's right side and brings him down at the line of scrimmage. King ran into a pile of his own linemen, tried to run to his right. Freeman, coming from his right, was able to wrap him up for no gain. It's third and one. Freeman pops up, does a little penguin waddle and celebration there. And Boy, it was, uh, it was a busted play. Just kind of ran into his own man and made it easy for Freeman to finish it off. Penguins are 0 of 2 on third downs today. Two wides left and one right. The back is Dre Rushton. They need a yard. Four down linemen for the yellow and blue. Bach and Stahlberg blitz. And up the middle goes the back and diving into the arms of Jared DePriest. He didn't quite get there. Rushton up the gut on the blitz. And DePriest able to lasso him to the turf just across the 45. But he needed the 46. Happy Great yard. job by the Jacks. It's fourth and short. Doug Phillips pacing the far sideline. He does not have to make this decision because there's five seconds in ticking in the opening quarter. He can think about it during this timeout, and he will. So a big play coming up when you return at the end of a quarter on the Dakota Bank scoreboard, number one South Dakota State with a 3-0 lead on number 22 Youngstown State. The Penguins have a fourth and a half yard at their own 45 and a half when you return to Stambaugh Stadium. This is Jack Rabbit football from Learfield. Welcome back to Stambaugh Stadium for the start of the second quarter. Our score is South Dakota State 3, Youngstown State nothing. It's fourth and inches for Youngstown State from their own 45-yard line. Isn't it about time we got back into a rhythm with nature? Poet is working in sync with the earth to produce innovative and sustainable plant-based solutions that are changing the world. Visit Poet.com and you can get back into rhythm with nature with Poet. All season long, our broadcast team exudes style with authentic brand attire. It's the brand we trust for premium game day looks and everyday styles. Be sure to ask your supplier or local retailer for authentic brand by name and showcase your Jackrabbit pride. Hunter Dustman's 33-yard field goal, the only points through a quarter. South Dakota State, the 3-0 lead. The Jackrabbits, 49 rushing yards, 47 passing for a total of 96. The Penguins, 9 rushing, 16 passing, 25 total. SDSU, 3 penalties for 25 yards. One of those three took a touchdown off the board. Jacks held the ball for 8 minutes and 40 seconds in the first quarter to Youngstown, 6-20. And how about the Jackrabbits on third downs? Only one of four in that first period. They came in at 58% leading the country. The Penguins, meanwhile, 0 of 3 on third downs. And now they have a fourth down, and we're waiting to see both teams, the Penguins, their offense, the Jacks, their defense, huddled closer to the center of the field, but neither team has committed one way or the other. Jimmy Rogers pacing from left to right in the blue pullover, black cap, black pants, black shoes. You'd feel like this is an opportunity to, uh, at midfield, take a 
a shot on fourth down the Youngstown State seven of nine on the year and converting those but still you're playing against a pretty stout defense number one in the country do you allow if you don't make it to have them the football in your own territory <laughs> Jacks are nine of twelve as far as giving up fourth down conversions and this would be less than a half a yard but we are waiting for the teams to come out of the timeout and will the Penguins bring their offense on the field? The answer is yes. Mitch Davidson, the quarterback, will send two wides left, two tight ends to the left as well, and one back. It's Dre Rushton. Fourth and less than one on the opening play of the second quarter. Youngstown just shy of the yard to get which is its own 46. Davidson in the shotgun. Claps his hands twice, now motions the two tight ends. Benio and Serrano from left to right. Hard count, now Serrano in motion. Here comes a wide out in motion, Charleston left to right, now back to the left. <laughs> Davidson, hard count again, and the Jacks aren't being fooled. Play clock to three, to two. Davidson goes under center, and he will let the play clock run out and take a five yard penalty. Play game. You saw that with about 10 seconds to go. Jackrabbit, that defensive left side, they're just barking at each other. Don't dump, don't jump. They were tipped off, and they were they knew that uh, Youngstown was just trying to uh, faint them into uh, jumping off sides. Great discipline there by that Jackrabbit defense. Youngstown State willingly takes the five-yard penalty, and now Tucker Large waiting on Brendan Kilpatrick to punt. Good snap, Kilpatrick with no rush, got it away. However, we have a flag and a whistle that blows this dead. So the punt doesn't count. The whistles stop things as the ball was in midair. Ball start, offense, number 34, five yard penalty, fourth down. So after not being penalized in the first quarter, the Penguins. Timer, just set the game clock to 15 minutes. Have technically been penalized twice before a snap has been executed in this second quarter. First the delay a game, which was intentional, and then that flag on Thank the you. false start of the punt. And the officials marked the ball at the original line of scrimmage. Jimmy Rogers is laughing at the linesman on the near side. He had to come over and remind them, guys, you have to move it back five. It doesn't go back to where it started. It goes back five from that. So here's Kilpatrick to punt. Good snap. Brenner the only man to come after it. A high spiraling kick over Large's head, bounces inside the 10, but hang on, this is blown dead again. Another, Another false start. Full start, offense, number eight. Five yard penalty, fourth down. Now you're gonna get some 40 uh, workouts in here with this offensive uh, or punt unit here from Youngstown State, the gunner on the left-hand side. Please reset the game clock to 15 minutes. I'm trying to remember, you see an illegal procedure at times on Thank a punt, you. oftentimes when they're lined up incorrectly. It is very rare you see and hear a whistle blow a punt dead in midair, and it's happened twice in a row. This is taking the air out of the game a little bit. Come out of a double extended long timeout, and you try to get a team to jump off sides, and 
Low snap, Kilpatrick came up with it, nearly got blocked. He got rid of it, it bounces inside the 30. Then large in heavy traffic catches it off a bounce and immediately gets thrown down at the 20-yard line. The Youngstown tackle by Amarian Robinson after a 50-yard punt with no return. Media. And yes, that one counts. The third time is the charm. 14.51 to play in the second quarter from Stambaugh Stadium in Youngstown, Ohio. It is number one South Dakota State with a 3-0 lead over the 22nd ranked Penguins of Youngstown State. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 14.51 to play in the second quarter. It's South Dakota State football up 3-0 here in their own territory. Fans, make sure to follow along with our broadcast at GoJacks.com. You can view live stats, player bios, game notes, and much more. All that is available at the official website of SDSU Athletics, gojacks.com. Some of us grew up and, uh, quite honestly, uh, still play with tractors <laughs> when we get a chance to with our grandkids. Lucky ones, you still get to do it for real every day. Farmers and ranchers, that's who we're talking about, people that are out there providing safe, affordable food for our tables. All that to say thank you, farmers, from the South Dakota Farm Bureau. He's Scotty Quaz with Brent Bowen and our statistician John Nelson in the Hefty Seed Broadcast booth. I'm Tyler Merriam. Hefty brand 40 series corn is the first corn seed designed for high performance in soil temps as low as 40 degrees. Jackrabbits in blue helmets, white tops, and blue pants. Isaiah Davis will line up as one of three wideouts. He's to the left along with Griffin Wildey, wide right, Devin Cole Jr. Mike Morgan is the only back. He's to the right of Gronowski. And Zach Hines lines up, tight end left. Jack's first and 10 from just across their own 20. Now Davis will join Gronowski in the backfield. And Gronowski hands it to Davis, running right, cuts left, breaks a tackle 25, cuts left 30, 35, and he's run down from behind by Greg Benton Jr., the second leading tackler on this Youngstown team at the 39-yard line. Call it a gain of 18 yards for Isaiah Davis. Again, just some delayed motion there. Bring Davis back into a bit of a pistol, if you will. And then he just runs behind some blockers, gets upfield. Just that patience and powerful running there. Even the arm chop from behind to try and knock the ball free didn't phase Davis. Jackrabbits a 114 to 25 advantage in total yards thus far. From their own 39 of first and 10, one wide either side, a tight end either side. Davis behind Gronowski, pistol set. It'll be Davis up the middle. He cuts out right side and gets brought down in the backfield. Making the tackle and bringing Davis's shoe with him is Marcus Hooker, the strong safety. Sixth year senior out of Newcastle, Pennsylvania, who shot through a gap and brings down Davis for a loss of one. And Isaiah checks out to reattach his left shoot. Boy, shot through the gap is right. He was a laser shooting through there. And not often you see Davis go down like that. That was a physical, uh, good, good, solid tackle. Second down and 11, Jaden Yankee slot and Graham Goring wide left, wide right is Morgan. Hines tight left and Amar Johnson the back behind Gronowski. Gronowski screen left side, Jaden Yankee cuts left at the 40 along the left numbers to the 45. Jaden Yankee for seven. It'll be third and four. Good blocking by Goring out there on the perimeter to help Jaden Yankee along. Yeah, he locked up the outside DB over there and then the inside DB couldn't get around that block. So effectively, Goring has taken out two defenders there and given Yankee some room to run and get upfield. 
Four catches, 24 yards for Jane Yonke so far today. This is third and four. Jacks are the best team in the country on third downs, but only one for four in the opening quarter. They need four, a wide out either side. Double tights right, Davis the back. Gronowski claps his hands, gives to Davis up the middle, running through tacklers and bulldozing his way for a first Dakota first down to the 48-yard line of Youngstown State. I don't know how else I can describe that other than Davis put his face mask in the chest of a penguin and just ran through him, and he kept barreling him backwards until he had more than enough to move the sticks. Well, I believe we had a number 60 Mason McCormick sighting out there then too, locked into another guy. That was just a lot of white influencing their power downfield. Eight plays, 60 yards, the rushing yardage for Davis so far. On first and 10, a play fake, an end around Jaden Yonke left to right to the 45, hurdling a tackler to the 44. Jacks had Jaden Yonke lined up wide left, faked a handoff up the middle. As they did, Yonke was arcing behind the quarterback, Gronowski, who handed it off to him. Jaden ends up with a four-yard gain, then DeMarco Augustin. The veteran linebacker, a four-year starter out of Florida, writhing on the ground in pain, and that creates a stoppage and a timeout on the field with 11.47 to play in the second quarter. Number one SDSU leads 22nd-ranked Youngstown State 3 to nothing. Back in just a moment, this is Jack Rabbit football from Learfield. With the 11.47 to play here in the second quarter from Stambaugh Stadium in Youngstown, Ohio, our score number one, South Dakota State 3, and number 22, Youngstown State nothing. Everyday style is easy with favorite looks for every day. From harvest and home games to date nights and catching flights. Find price right picks for any and every occasion. Make, make sure to shop your local Kohl's and Kohl's.com today. Youngstown State, the second best time of possession of any FCS team. Jacks have held the ball for a substantial portion of this game so far. Nearly nine minutes compared to the Penguins. Six. SDSU 131 yards to Youngstown State's 25. The Jacks have the ball at the Penguins 44, facing a second down and six. And the good news, Scotty, is that DeMarco Augustin was able to walk off. He was writhing in some pain. He was at essentially the uh, spearhead of blocking and tackling their uh, Yankee as he went down and was writhing in some pain, but uh, once that subsided, he got up, walked off on his own power, and he's been behind the Youngstown bench over there trying to flex and get that right knee or that area in that right leg just kind of loosened up, so looks like he should be okay going forward. First snap on offense for Kevin Brenner. He is tight right, Hines left, Morgan to the left of Gronowski as a lead blocker. Davis behind the QB. The only wideout is Wildy to the left. On second down and six. Snap back Gronowski, play fake, a deep drop. He wants it all, he'll throw deep left side. Wide open, Zach Hines left numbers inside the 25, and he dives through Troy Jack Ubeck's tackle to the 19-yard line of Youngstown State. A 25-yard throw and catch at a first Dakota first down. Boy, Hines gets upfield, turns, and there, there's nobody within five yards of him upfield, so that's an easy throw and an easy target for Mark Gronowski, as he told us, well, he stands 6'7", I should be able to to find him when he's downfield. He should always be open. Jacks are in the Case IH red zone. Visit your local Case IH dealer or log on to CaseIH.com. 11 minutes, second quarter. Jacks a 3-0 lead and the ball at the Penguins 19. Three wides, one of them Davis. 
snap back, quick toss to Davis right side, goring the lead block, right sideline 15, started left, cut right, tried to throw a stiff arm, then got held up on the near sideline by Jack Ubeck and hit out of bounds by Dewan Martin, the defensive end, near the nine yard line. And the indication is it will be a first Dakota first down, gain of 10, it's goal to go for the yellow and blue. And Isaiah Davis trying to work out that left hand. I think he kind of got it twisted up there and when he was trying to engage and get that guy out of his face and hold the football with the right and then got tackled pretty hard late going out of bounds. That's one of those where you maybe just, just get yourself out of bounds and don't do any more harm. And he was trying to stiff arm a guy out of the way and, and uh, again, still able to get out of bounds, positive yards and an injured penguin down on the field now. It's Dylan Woodkey, the fifth-year senior defensive end, making his 29th consecutive start. Woodkey, multiple tackles for loss in three of the first six league games. Beg your pardon, it's actually 27. That's Andrew Santafonte, who's the backup linebacker. We speak to how well the Jackrabbits have run their offense today, a 166 to 25 advantage in total yards. The Jacks have had five plays of 10 or more yards, and Youngstown has 25 total yards. So 3-0 SDSU, 10-40, and the clock running in the second quarter. Jacks first and goal at the Penguin 9. Goring and Jaden Yonke stacked left. Kevin Brenner, a wide receiver to the right, is how he aligns. Now he comes back into the backfield. Davis behind Gronowski. Snap back, Gronowski swings it left side, Jaden Yonke, but the play is blown dead. Brenner got All a little start. ahead of himself. Offense, number 44, five-yard penalty, first down. So Brenner jumped early, false start on South Dakota State. That is now four flags, 30 yards worth of penalties against the Jacks, and two of them have come offensively inside the Youngstown State red zone. Again, just kind of almost getting in your own way. We've seen that a few times, and those are those little things that when they say they want to clean things up, those are the little things, concentration, mental error. First and goal from the 14, one wide either side. Davis to Gronowski's left. Tight end either side as well. Four down lineman for the Penguins. Gronowski will keep behind Davis up the middle. Bounce off a tackle. Still going inside the 10. He finally gets railroaded to the turf at the nine yard line. So Gronowski gets back the five lost via penalty. It is second down and goal to go as Gronowski bouncing off guys to pick up five. There's that variety again. We've seen the, the jet arounds, the pass up field, a quarterback dive and uh, Zach Lujan's uh, rotating through his Rolodex to date myself a place. Five different men have had a rushing attempt for the Jacks. 9-20, second quarter, 3-0 SDSU the lead. Second and goal, Penguin 9, right hash. Davis behind Gronowski, wide snap. He corrals, give to Davis up the middle. Tried to break out right, got ankle tackled at the five-yard line. Diving to make the stop, Marcus Hooker the safety. It'll be third down and goal again, SDSU. Two of five on third downs in this game. They entered the contest at 58%. Gronowski has attempted two passes on third downs. One was incomplete, and the other was a completion shy of the sticks that led to a fourth down conversion on the drive that ended in a field goal. Third and goal at the five. Hines and Morgan, two wides right. Wildy wide left with Jaden Yonke. The back is Davis. Gronowski takes a letter eye snap, looks left, throws that way to the middle of the end zone, and it's caught for a touchdown by Griffin Wildy. Touchdown, Jackrabbits. 
fifth scoring reception by the true freshman as Gronowski throws touchdown pass number 60 of his South Dakota State career. And what a throw from the right hash all the way back to the left center, or left front corner of that end zone. And that's a timing play where he's got to release that before Wildy makes that turn. It comes over the outside shoulder of a defender and lands right in Wildy's pocket for a touchdown. Extra point try, Caden Olivier will snap it. John Bell will place it. Both of those parts of the operation are true, and the extra point is up and through by Hunter Dustman. That Jackrabbit touchdown, the five-yarder from Mark Gronowski to Griffin Wildy, powered by Prostralo Auto Mall in Madison. Score your next vehicle at prostraloautomall.com. Another long, methodical drive for South Dakota State, the Northland Ford Dealers drive summary. 10 plays, 79 yards, six minutes, and 22 seconds. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. 8:29, second quarter in Youngstown, Ohio. Number one SDSU with a 10-0 lead on 22nd-ranked Youngstown State. You're listening to Jackrabbit Football from Learfield. 8:29 to play in the second quarter from Stambaugh Stadium in Youngstown, Ohio. South Dakota State adds on to their lead from a Gronowski to Wildey connection. It is South Dakota State 10, Youngstown State nothing. Peterson Farm Seed does everything it takes to help farmers raise more bushels. They are that kind of seed company. So if you're that kind of farmer, make sure to give them a call or visit petersonfarmseed.com. And before we get back to the action, let's pause 10 seconds to allow for station identification. This is South Dakota State football. This is WNAX Yankton. Check out the impressive capability of the Ford F-150 at buyfordnow.com. Happy Veterans Day to all of you who have served, including our own Scotty Quas. He's to my right with our statistician John Nelson and Brett Bowen in the Hefty C broadcast booth. I'm Tyler Merriam, Hefty brand Freedom Series soybeans. Be free to set yield records on your farm with the protection and power of Extend Flex soybeans. Hunter Dustman, a left to right kick coming up. His first two have gone into the end zone for touchbacks over Dre Rushton's head. He's averaging 21 and a half yards per return. This a sideways line drive kick, bounces inside the 10. Rushton lets it hop past him into the end zone. And it is a touchback. That kickoff presented by Poet. Isn't it about time we got back in rhythm with nature? Poet is a proud leader in the sustainable bioproducts industry. Youngstown State so far, three penalties for 15 yards and 11 plays for just 25 yards. This is a team racking up 429 yards per game of offense, and the Penguins have amassed only one first down so far. Mitch Davidson, three out of four, but for just 16 yards, the six-foot-four-inch quarterback with two wides left and one to the right, a quick toss near side. Tucker Large jumps the route and intercepts it. He's brought down at the 26-yard line by Bryce Oliver. It is the third INT of the year, sixth of the career of Tucker Large. And that, he doesn't have to make a big move either. Maybe it's a two-yard gap between him and the receiver. That's, a, again, a long throw from middle of the field, right hash coming all the way over here. And boy, for Tucker Large, that's about as easy as they can get in terms of picks. Come, he doesn't have to reach up. It's just coming right to his chest and makes the catch. And 
able to get it uh, real deep into Peng Penguin territory. New Seed wants you to take advantage of this golden opportunity in the fields on your farm. Score a big with canola and sunflower hybrids from New Seed. Throw back to Davis. He pump fakes, looking to throw, airs it up back to Gronowski, backpedaling, couldn't catch it, then came up with it off a bounce in case it was a backwards pass. They call it a forward pass. The Jacks had four men lined up tight left as receivers. They all motioned out wide left. Gronowski threw it behind him to Davis, who wanted to go downfield and it wasn't there, then tried to throw it back to the right side to Gronowski and overthrew him, and Davis is hanging his head as he comes back to the near sideline. That is a recess play there. You're doing that <laughs> one when you're in the middle of recess here, and <laughs> Coach Bobbitt from the booth is celebrating with his DBs after that pick, but uh, th that was a creative side for the Jacobin offense. Angel Johnson wide out right. Amar Johnson the back. They'll pitch to Angel Johnson right to left on an end around. He'll spin around the far numbers and get tossed down by Jack Ubeck the corner at the 21-yard line. So Angel Johnson for about four. It'll be third down and six. One last note here. We talk about that interception. SDSU has now forced 19 turnovers, the most in the Valley, 12 interceptions to go with seven fumbles. Lamar Johnson with a nice block out on the perimeter allowed Angel to kind of get around the corner and get a handful of yards out of that one. Had to work hard for those four. Gronowski, two of three for 17 yards on third downs today. He needs six from the Penguin 21. Four wides, three right, one left. Four-man rush, Gronowski, a bullet left side. Graham Goring secures the ball and then crouches down to the turf for a first Dakota first down at the 15-yard line. That was a rope that was thrown by Gronowski to the left sideline, and Goring his eighth catch of the year and a big one. And not having Jackson in the lineup today, that puts the pressure on number 12. It's going to put the pressure on number 18, Griffin Wildeus, too. These uh, young kids, if you will, they need to step up, and they are certainly answering the bell today. Seven minutes left, second quarter, 10-0 SDSU. Jacks first and 10 at the Penguins, 15 after the interception. Amar Johnson behind Gronowski, pistol formation. Gronowski hands to Amar Johnson, who didn't have anything up the middle, tried to run right, the ball got stripped, it landed on the turf, and Mark Gronowski was right there, and he jumps back on it. It's a loss of one, that would have been a huge play for Youngstown, but Gronowski was not just standing idly behind the play, he was right behind Amar Johnson and able to jump on it. That's one of those little things you see Gronowski do, and I know he's taking some shots, not carrying out a fake here and there, and he's like, yeah, I know I need to do a better job of that, but always being engaged with the play, getting downfield and blocking, being right there at the point of contact. Uh, again, he's a smart, heady football player, let alone a good quarterback. Second and 11 from the 16, Gronowski, a high arcing ball to the left sideline and falling onto his back and making the catch is Jaden Yonke. Touchdown, Jackrabbits. Jalen Castleberry was locked up with Jaden Yonke. I don't know how Jaden found any separation. And as he fell onto his back in the deep left corner of the end zone, he's able to haul it in for six. And he he's, might have gotten away with a little right-hand shove. Uh, there's hands going back and forth. He's backpedaling, stumbling and falling, and manages the concentration to put two hands and secure it through the uh, hitting the deck. Jaden Yonke, the touchdown. Here's the extra point try by Hunter Dustman. It is up and it is good. And South Dakota State takes a 17-0 lead with 6.07 to play in the second quarter. First off, 
Jaden Yonke's touchdown, his sixth of the year, 26th of his career. He is now tied for the fifth most in Jackrabbit football history. It's a 16-yard Mark Gronowski to Jaden Yonke touchdown pass, powered by Prostralo Auto Mall and Madison. Score your next vehicle at ProstraloAutomall.com. The Northland Ford Dealers Drive Summary. After the Tucker Large interception, five plays, 25 yards in two minutes and 17 seconds. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. Find out more at BuyFordNow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. 6.07, second quarter, 17-0. Top-ranked South Dakota State leads the 22nd-ranked Penguins of Youngstown State. This is Jackrabbit Football for Blearfield. 6.07 to play here on the second quarter. Two touchdowns for top-ranked South Dakota State in the last two minutes and 22 seconds of play. They've opened up a 17-0 lead here on the road at Youngstown State. Working for the future of agriculture and those who want to be a part of it. Farm Credit Services of America. Agriculture works here. Scotty, over the last five games, starting with that Northern Iowa contest in which the Jacks forced turnovers on five consecutive possessions, that's 11 turnovers this Jackrabbit defense has forced. UNI, Southern Illinois, USD, North Dakota State, and now Youngstown State. That's no small feat. Well, that's, uh, again, uh, being aggressive, getting after the ball. Early on, we talked about in the early part of the season, they maybe weren't getting those, that pressure up front, but... Boy, even the DBs, they've managed to do that, just playing clean football, taking advantage, and again, playing with a short field there. And then, too, only 25 yards to punch it in. You're, you're essentially almost red zone territory, getting that pick off of Tucker Large's third on the year there. That's that's big-time plays, and, uh, again, that's kind of demoralizing here as uh, you're a team like Youngstown State with your back against the wall a little bit. Still, only 25 yards of offense or almost a half of football. Hunter Dustman's kickoff. A wobbly high kick towards the far sideline on the run. Fair catch made at the nine by Dre Rushton. Had he let that go, it might have ended up out of bounds. But either way, the kickoff presented by Poet. Isn't it about time we got back in rhythm with nature? Poet, a proud leader in the sustainable bioproducts industry. It is worth reminding everybody, this is a Youngstown State offense, 429 yards and 35 points a game. Each of those stats, third in the Valley, they're top 20 in the nation in both. They have 25 yards, one first down, and no points through 24 minutes today. Davidson, first and 10 from his own 25. Three wide receivers in the set. Two left, one right, motioning left to right, and back to the left, Max Tomzak. Handoff up the middle, bouncing off one tackle was Tyshawn King, and then he took quite a hit from the second man on the scene of the 29-yard line. That was Stalbert after a pickup of four. Miles Taylor into the game. You mentioned him in the pregame and getting a chance to make some contact. Always good to see number 20 back out. Taylor out of Gilbert, Arizona, who'd been injured the last three games at corner, so Gales and Beanham were carrying the heavy load because both Taylor and Orell have been out. Still no Orell this week, but Taylor back, as Scotty just mentioned. This is a second down and six. Davidson to throw out of the shotgun in a four-man rush. Pump fake left, comes back to the right side. The running back, King, makes the catch and dives through Freeman's tackle to pick up a first down to the 36. That's seven yards and the second 
first down of the day for Youngstown State with 5.15 left in the half. And that was kind of a scramble. He almost pulled that down to run, but caught him out of the corner of his eye, got a first down. Four wides, two either side. Four down linemen for SDSU. Snap back Davidson, fakes a handoff, throws down the middle, and Oliver made the catch despite a huge hit from Matthew Durant, who immediately helped Oliver up at the 47. 11 yards and a first down, and Youngstown had one first down in the first 24 minutes, two on consecutive plays. They go no huddle from their own 47, center of the field, first down and 10. Snap back, play fake, Davidson, quick toss, left seam, reception made by Tom Zach. He's thrown down by Tucker Large at the 40-yard line of South Dakota State. 13-yard gain and going no huddle has given the Penguins some rhythm. And these are run options here again. They're showing run first, and then he's pulling it awfully late to throw these balls. Again, four wides, Jacks blitz, Davidson feels the rush, chucks it down the right, no an open man, Bryce Oliver, and he makes the catch over his left shoulder, and he's into the end zone for a touchdown. But the play was blown dead. We've got officials huddling here. No flags down. One of the officials at the back side of the play was waving her hands, blowing it dead. That's Leanne Sermon, the side judge. The previous play is under review. So the indication came from the replay booth for a review, and that's why it was blown dead. It wasn't for a flag, but it was because of a replay review, and Doug Phillips has taken his headset off, and he is storming Matt on the far sideline. So a review of the spot of that previous play and whether it was a first down or not happened right about the sticks. Now here's the only thing you have to wonder. Whistles blew during that play. So you see Kale Reader is beaten by 10 yards by Oliver, but at some point Reader may have heard the whistle blown and stopped because Oliver was sort of Cadillac in two, but he saw the ball come into the air and he went ahead and caught it and ran in for a touchdown. And that was all where that whistle was being blown. The replay, I guess, uh, sideline contact is directly opposite that though. 80 yards downfield and on the opposite side of the field. And so there, there might have just been some miscommunication. Well, and we'll see here too, the television production crew has put on the graphic, the ruling on the field is no targeting. So perhaps it's not a review of the spot, but on the tackle, whether or not there is targeting. We have no indication of that. All we were told by referee Rick Warney is the previous play is under further review, but the television production crew, and this is the Missouri Valley Football Conference game of the week on ESPN+, if anybody would know, they would, because they're running the replays for DV Sport and our replay crew and Tom Hall. And there was no targeting called, but they're reviewing it for target. Regardless, it's not a touchdown. That play was blown dead. And the Youngstown fans are not happy. This play seats just north of 20, the biggest capacity of any stadium in the Missouri Valley Football Conference. Well, we are well short of that capacity today. And I think maybe what would be looked at is Jason Freeman was second to the point of attack. Tucker Large makes a tackle. And Freeman's coming in late, and there was some helmet to helmet, but. And that was on the previous play when Davidson hit Tom Zach over the middle for 13 yards. And they're jotting down uh, lots of notes here. Freeman came and lowered his shoulder, as Scotty said, and made contact up around the neck or head. 
It's more of a glancing blow than a direct blow. And I think you, you're looking too. I didn't think Freeman launched himself. He came over and lowered his shoulder, but I didn't think he fully launched. Freeman is just finding out now that's what they're looking at. He just looked over at Jimmy Rogers. He didn't know what the deal was. There's no targeting. Push down. Oh, and you know what Doug Phillips is saying as we just heard no targeting. He's going, you cost us a touchdown for that. And there's no penalty. So essentially the last five minutes, nothing happened. Three minutes. You've got Miles Taylor and Dyshawn Gales, the corner. Herter and Reeder are the safeties. Francel is in the game with Freeman. And the third linebacker is Williamson. Williams and Balloon are the defensive tackles. Zach Wilson is one defensive end, the other Caden Johnson. Youngstown State from the Jacks 40, a first and 10. Quick toss to the right side. Reception made Max Tomzak along the right sideline. He got shoved out of bounds by K.O. Reeder. The Youngstown sideline thought he was already out of bounds before Reeder pushed him as if they needed more ammunition. It's a gain of nine. It'll be second down and a yard. Well, there is certainly an urgency from the Penguins here in this drive. They started with 25 yards. They're now up to 60 total yards. Second down and a yard. Snap to Davidson, handoff up the middle. Tyshawn King spinning his way to the 28-yard line for a first down. Three-yard gain, Colby Herter in there. Brian Williams as well, 3.40 second quarter. South Dakota State a 17-0 lead on the road at Youngstown State. And again, the Penguins had a long touchdown pass that was wiped away because just before the play, a review for targeting that turned out to be null and void but it took points off the board for the Penguins. Youngstown, two receivers both left. Motioning out of the backfield, C.J. Charleston. Motioning into the backfield, Colt Seacrest, a tight end. Davidson waits on the shotgun snap. It's low into his left. He comes up with it, blitzes on. He'll roll away from it to the right. Flag is down. He'll run along the right sideline inside the 20 and tightrope the far boundary out of bounds at the 17. However, this flag would indicate it's coming back. Moving. Offense, 74. Penalty. 74 is Shane Keenan. He's a backup right tackle. Again, good coverage downfield where Davidson is looking and looking. He's got some time, but again, the reason why he had time potentially, you could argue, is that he was being uh, had an offensive lineman doing some holding for him, but then he has to step up in the first time. We've seen him scramble downfield. So at the 38-yard line of South Dakota State is where the ball will be marked after the 10-yard penalty. It's first and 20 with 2.49 left in the second quarter. Two wides left and one to the right. Davidson out of the shotgun. Dre rushed in the back to his left. Jacks, four down linemen, that's all that come. Play action fake, Davidson to throw deep down the center of the field, and the pass is deflected away from the intended wideout Oliver by Dallas Beanham. Now we have a flag in the middle of this as well. Beanham did an excellent job to break it up. And I think they're just signaling their pass interference way up at the linebacker the level. Holding, defense, number one, penalty. So that's Tucker Large, not where the ball was thrown, but on a different receiver called for a hold. And that's South Dakota State's fifth penalty of the day. It's also an automatic first down. 
This has been a zany drive to say the least. 2.33 left second quarter. Top ranked SDSU with a 17-0 lead on 22nd ranked Youngstown State. Penguin ball at the Jackrabbit 28. Three wides bunched right, one receiver left is Joey Farthing. Snap to Davidson, screen right side, catch is made and juking through a defender, Luke Hensley out of Medina, Ohio to the 23 near the 22. Call it six yards, Penguins in the no huddle with 2.20 left in the half. Four wides remain, three right, one left. On second down and close to four, Davidson, same play, same result, Hensley running along the right side and Bach brings him down. It appears to be just shy of the sticks. Kept it for four yards, kept him in front of him, and again, a hurry-up, urgent offensive look here from Youngstown. 17-0 Jacks, under two minutes to play in the half, third and less than one for the Penguins inside the 19. Davidson, shotgun snap, handoff, Dre rushed it up the middle, and did he get enough? Yes, he did, just enough. Needed the 18, got just inside of the 18. First down, Youngstown stated is in the Case IH red zone. Visit your local Case IH dealer or log on to CaseIH.com slash Jackrabbits. Six new Jackrabbits come in, including a totally fresh defensive line, a new middle linebacker in Williamson, and a new safety and reader. Penguins, two wides left and one to the right. Clock still hasn't started. This is the 10th play of the drive. Davidson will fake a handoff to Tyshawn King, run left, cut back right inside the 15. Freeman and Large tag team him to the turf at the 13-yard line after a gain of five. Second down and five with a minute 25 and ticking. 17-0 the Jacks lead, but the Penguins with their best drive of the day so far. Youngstown State averaging 34.9 points a game. It has not scored so far today. From the Jackrabbit 12, a second down and four. Three wides right, another left in Oliver. Tyshawn King to the right of quarterback Mitch Davidson. Tomzak motions right to left and back to the right. Davidson will hand it off to King and very little room and then the ball came out. It's loose at the line of scrimmage. Davidson dove along with an old lineman and one of the Penguins in red jerseys jumped back on it. And that's where they're doing that delayed long read option and Davidson's been late on. First charge timeout, 30 second timeout. Davidson's been real late on pulling that out and that's where you can have that uh, little mishandle and the ball come free. Desmiel Lee, the redshirt freshman left tackle from Kent, Ohio, came up with the football at the 12 yard line. So it's third down and four, timeout Youngstown. It's first. Each team has two timeouts remaining, 44 seconds left in our second quarter of play. Jack's a 17-0 lead. Brent will recap everything during our halftime show brought to you by Hogemeyer Hybrids. He'll also tell you what else is happening in the FCS. This one of three matchups, all involving Valley teams of top 15 ranked programs. And another in Vermillion going on right now. He'll have the details. Third and four, Penguins at the Jacks 12. Four wides, two left, two right. Dre rushed in the back on the left tip of Davidson. Tomzak motions from left to right. Knee high snap on his left. Coming up with it, Davidson pressured as he throws. Wide right incomplete. 
He got hit by Max Balloon as he released it. It was off target, and it'll be fourth down. Davidson hobbling a little bit on that right foot there then, too, and he threw that off the back foot, and there was just some miscommunication, some uh, uh, some hands up like, what are we doing between Davidson and his receiver out on that side? So an opportunity. They had a man who just couldn't complete the pass. Credit Jackrabbit defense with pressure. Andrew Lestavka has missed only once this year. It was a 45-yarder last week at Indiana State. He's 11 of 12. This just inside the left hash. A 29-yard field goal try, and it's blocked. It's loose. It is picked up. Running with it, Stallburn of the 40, 45, and Lestavka saved a touchdown. The kicker made an ankle tackle at the 47-yard line. Not only does South Dakota State block it, now there's a flag at the end of the play for celebration, it would appear, because almost the entire Jackrabbit team was out on the field. But that blocked kick and Stallbird picking it up had the Jacks near midfield. Warning. South Dakota State, a first in the game. That's only a warning, so the Jacks will have it near midfield. I think that's Ryan Van Marl getting another hand in there to block that one. He came out holding that. That was a point blank. He got through the line again and puts his mid up there. And that, I think that one stung a little bit. There were a couple of Jacks who had their hands up, but Van Marl is the man who was officially credited with it. He got another. That's at least six kicks he's got in his hand on. Your boy Stalbert, shoestring away. A 13-play, five-minute, 70-yard drive that goes for nothing. 32 seconds, two timeouts for the Jacks from their own 47. Gronowski to throw, dancing around the pocket, rolling to the right, throws to the near numbers. It's Jaden Yonke across the field, making the catch inside the 40, and he's tossed out of bounds by Troy Jakubek at the 33-yard line, a 20-yard gain, a first Dakota first down, 23 seconds. The clock is stopped. Two timeouts remain for the yellow and blue in their infield goal range. Boy, what a play by Gronowski, backpedaling to his left, rolled to his right, was about to commit to run, and saw Jaden Yonke come open. Three receivers left, Jaden wide right. He's caught five passes for 60 yards today. Davis the back from the Penguin 33, blitzes on, Gronowski hangs in, throws it down the left, numbers just out of the reach of a diving Graham Goring. Boy, Gronowski on that blitz felt pressure coming right up the gut and he had to get rid of it. He didn't back down. It's second down and 10, 17 seconds left in the half. Had Woodkey bearing down on him and uh, was able to get that. That's a deep, long throw across the field and giving a, uh, Goring a chance to get to it there. Just couldn't quite get to it, but then uh, Gronowski had enough time to bail out to not take a full blunt uh, hit as well. Jacks are going into the wind. From here, it's a 50-yard field goal right about where Dustman's career long is. Three receivers left, one right is Goring. Davis to the left of Gronowski, four linemen for Youngstown. It's a give to Davis, running right to the right numbers, 30 along the near sideline, pushed out of bounds at the 26-yard line of Youngstown State. Davis for seven. He now has 71 yards on 10 carries. And the Jacks facing a third and three with 12 seconds left in the half and two timeouts. Good clock management, gets out of bounds and allows you to kind of just catch your breath, dial up something here that you can maybe strike for the end zone. Maybe got two plays left in this. Jacks are three of three on third downs in the quarter, four of seven in the game. Two wides right, two wides left. At the Penguin 26, it's third and three, 12 seconds left in the half. 
Gronowski to throw, looking right. He'll throw it down the right sideline, incomplete. It was overthrown on a line for Griffin Wilde with seven seconds remaining in the half. And here comes Hunter Dustman to try to extend the SDSU lead before the break. He'll have a pretty stiff 10 to 12 mile an hour breeze right into his face. That's a pretty massive flag they've got out for the Veterans Day holiday here today. So he'll have it from the right hash, try to pull it to the left just a little bit. Dustman would prefer to pull it from right to left. Of course, he doesn't know how long he's kicking it anyways, according to him. He's made nine straight field goals. This a 43-yarder, Olivier to snap, Bell to hold. The execution is good. Dustman's kick is on the way, end over end. It has the distance, and it's good. Hunter Dustman is 10th consecutive field goal through the uprights. And South Dakota State with one second remaining in the half has a 20 to nothing lead. Ryan Van Morrow blocks the field goal try of Lestavka. Stahlberg picks it up and runs it back near midfield. Then the Jacks five plays, 27 yards in 31 seconds. Dustman, the field goal of 43 yards. That is his fourth of over 40 in the last three weeks. And that's your Northland Ford dealer's drive summary. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. By the way, South Dakota State won the toss and deferred, so it will be Jackrabbit ball when the second half begins as well. Hunter Dustman's kickoff presented by Poet. Isn't it about time we got back in rhythm with nature? Poet is a proud leader in the sustainable bioproducts industry. Dustman, just a little onside kick. It is grabbed and falling to the turf by Youngstown this State's Preston Zandier. But that has to take one second off the clock, and that brings us to the end of the second period. So halftime on the Dakota Bank scoreboard. Number one, South Dakota State. A 20 to nothing halftime lead on the road at 22nd ranked Youngstown State. Stay tuned, the Hogemeyer Hybrids halftime report. Brent Bowen is next. This is Jack Rabbit Football from Learfield. From Stambaugh Stadium in Northeast Ohio, Youngstown to be exact. Number one, South Dakota State with a 20 to nothing halftime lead over the Penguins of Youngstown State. We remind you our next broadcast of Jackrabbit Football. The Jimmy Rogers Radio Show will again move from Monday to Thursday to accommodate a busy week of Jackrabbit basketball. So the Jimmy Rogers Radio Show will be Thursday night at 6 o'clock on the Jackrabbit Sports Network. Don't miss that. And then the regular season finale for the yellow and blue. South Dakota State will host Missouri State. That'll be a 2 o'clock kickoff on senior day at Dana J. Dykow Stadium. Our coverage will start at noon throughout the network, but you can purchase tickets to that game. There still are a, a few available at jackrabbittickets.com, or you can download the Jackrabbit app. Monday night, we'll have men's basketball. Tuesday night, women's basketball. Road games at Power 5 programs. The men will pay a visit to Kansas State, and the women at Wisconsin busy weekend activity as well. GoJacks.com, the Jackrabbit app is how you can follow everything going on with SDSU Athletics. But we get ready for this second half and 
Scooter, that was a dominant first half on the road against a Youngstown team that really needs this win, so a very impressive first 30 minutes. Well, the uh, Jackrabbits scoring on that opening drive, and then it went the three and out, the three and out, kind of a lackluster close to the first, but well, the second quarter, getting the blocked field goal, getting the interception, turning both of those into points, uh, pretty pivotal here. And again, you've, uh, you, again, forcing them into a three-possession uh, opportunity to even just tie the game here. So the Jacks have done a lot of good things that just remain consistent, remain consistent with not what you've done today, but what you've done all year, and things will go their way. Clay Medvick out of New Middletown, Ohio, will perform the kickoff. And his right-footed boot towards the near sideline. Returnable for Griffin Wildy. 5-10, running right 15, 20, 25, 30, right sideline 35. Cuts left 40, and then he's held up out of bounds near the 43-yard line. Griffin Wildy can seemingly do everything for this Jackrabbit team, and his kickoff return of 39 yards sets South Dakota State up with terrific field position. New looks, not often we've seen him back there and getting a touch-up believe that might be one of his first if ever first ever return yardage second ever return yardage so yeah rare rare skill set that he's developing here and with the jacks thin at wide out trying to limit the use of amar johnson who usually returns kicks so you send wildy out there of course wildy's also a wide receiver so you do what you do <laughs> you got a uniform on and you're on the road travel roster Gradowski takes the snap on first and 10. Play action pass, wanting it all. Takes a shot deep down the left sideline. Wide open, Jaden Yonke makes the catch, and he runs horizontally along the goal line and finally crosses into the end zone. Touch down, Jackrabbits. And boy, Mark Gradowski waited and waited and just threw it out there and let Yonke threw it a little bit to the inside so Yonke could go get that one and then uh, Jaden did put on a little bit of a show dragging the goal line. 56 yards on the catch and the throw. And Scotty, to your point, why was Gronowski able to wait and wait? Those 605 Hogs are just setting up a roadblock, and there is really no pressure that Youngstown has shown on that one. Extra point try coming as you hear the jubilation on the Jackrabbit sideline. Hunter Dustman will kick off the John Bell hold. Caden Olivier, a high snap. Bell, a great job to catch and put it down. And the PAT is up, and it is good. So it's set up by the kickoff return of 40 yards for Griffin Wildy. And then the first snap of the second half, Mark Gronowski, a 56-yard touchdown pass to Jaden Yonke. Jaden's seventh of the year and 27th of his career. He is now tied with his twin brother, Jackson. They each have 27 career touchdown catches, and Jaden has now jumped ahead of Jerron Harris for eighth in career receiving yards, and he's 10th in career receptions. What a day for Jaden. That Jackrabbit touchdown powered by Prostralo Auto Mall in Madison, the 56-yarder. Score your next vehicle at prostraloautomall.com. The Northland Ford Dealers Drive summary, one play, 56 yards in 12 seconds. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. 14-41 third quarter. Number one SDSU, a 27-0 lead at 22nd-ranked Youngstown State. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 14-41 to go in the third quarter. South Dakota State now leads Youngstown State 27-0. 
here at Stambaugh Stadium. Griffin Will, the 40-yard return, sets up a 56-yard connection from Mark Gronowski to Jaden Yankee. Fans, you can listen to our broadcast on the Varsity Network app, which is available for both Apple and Android users. Live or on demand, catch the Jackrabbits anytime on the Varsity Network app. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. They are a proud partner of Jackrabbit Athletics. Hunter Dustman's kickoff presented by Poet. Isn't it about time? We got back in rhythm with nature. Poet is a proud leader in the sustainable bioproducts industry. The Jacks a 288 to 88 total yard advantage. Youngstown State with one significant drive in the first half that ended up with that controversial touchdown being wiped off the board because play had been stopped beforehand and then a field goal blocked. Dustman, end over end kick to the near side, and Ezekiel Blake will return it from the seven, left sideline 15, and brought down right around the 18-yard line, and that was Matthew Durant, the safety, diving to bring down Blake after just a 10-yard return. Great breakdown coming down the field and just kind of put him in a wedge, and he didn't have a choice but to just take uh, take the hit. Jackrabbit offense, eight yards per play. Well, Youngstown State just 3.7, as you mentioned, though, Tyler, only total of 88 yards. So just doing some math there, it's advantage Jackrabbits. Youngstown State scored just seven points at Ohio State back on September the 9th and managed 19 in the win last week at Indiana State. It had scored at least 30 in all of its other seven games. Davidson in the shotgun, first and 10 from his own 19. Pressured, rolls away from DePriest, throws over the middle, and the pass broken up by Isaiah Stalbert. He reached out with his left hand and batted the ball away from C.J. Charleston, the wide receiver. It's just, he's just so good. Stalbert, all the right pieces of the package, the length, the speed, the power. Uh, he's been a dynamic guy to get to know and uh, to watch him play. So second down, 10 to go for Youngstown State, operating from its own 19-yard line. Two wides right, one left. Motioning from the right to C.J. Charleston. Mitch Davidson to throw him at a four-man rush, steps up near side. Reception is made by Dre Rushton, evades a tackler, 25 left numbers, 30. Cuts right, and Reeder and Bach bring him down at the 35-yard line. That's a 16-yard gain on a first down for the home team. Boy, Jason Freeman read it, comes up and closes, just can't grab cloth, and that allowed him to slip free and get a big play upfield to the 35. Youngstown State, when it lost at USD, trailed 31-10 and then put together three long scoring drives in the second half to rally before the Coyotes kicked a game-winning field goal with no time left. So they do have it in them to rally late. Handoff and running off the left side, Rushton Gales from his corner position and Freeman, the linebacker, bring him down to the 39. After a four-yard gain, it'll be second down and six. 13-41 remaining in the third quarter. And the top-ranked team in the FCS, South Dakota State, in search of its 24th consecutive win, which would match the fourth longest winning streak in FCS history. Jacks a 27-0 lead on the road at 22nd-ranked Youngstown State. Second and six, Mitch Davidson looking to throw. Rolling out to the right side, getting away from Wilson. Still rolling, throws deep down the right sideline. Catch made inside the 40. Out of bounds, Max Tomzak at the Jackrabbit 38-yard line. 23 yards on the rollout by Davidson and the strike to Tomzak. I was going to say, they haven't done that a whole lot, putting him out in space, rolling him out. He's been a lot of that standing into the pocket or just 
a short shuffle to a side, but that time they rolled him out, gave him plenty of time to look and survey. Penguins, red helmets, red tops, red pants, jacks, blue helmets, white tops, blue pants. The motion man, Tomzak, from right to left. First and 10, Jacks 39. Davidson with time, nobody open, trying to run. Pocket collapses and simply dumped it off in heavy traffic and just got rid of it in the neighborhood of the running back, Dre Rushton. A couple of times there, he could have gotten sacked, and Davidson manages to end up with an incomplete pass at second and 10. Brian Williams and Caden Johnson up on that defensive front. They were both just swatting and sweeping. One of the two, it might have been... Uh, it might have been uh, Williams that got a hand on that ball right when he was letting it go. Second and 10, Youngstown State from the SDSU 38. Two wides left, two more to the right. Rushed into Davidson's right. Quarterback 11 of 16 for 104 and a pick today. He'll hand it off to Rushton, who starts left, cuts right up the middle into the arms of Balloon and Caden Johnson. Out to the 34-yard line. So a gain of four, it'll be third and six. Youngstown on third downs today is one for five. And Davidson threw an incomplete pass on his only third down attempt so far. Two wides either side on third and six. Davidson takes the letter high snap. Screen right side, Bryce Oliver makes the catch. Lunging through the tackle attempt of Jared DePriest to the 30, but he needed to get near the 28. So a gain of four, it'll be fourth and two. Youngstown State offense stays on the field with 11.49 left in the third. DePriest made that push across the line and then felt that screen going, and then he retreated and ran out there to help pursue and hold him up short. Penguins are seven of nine on fourth downs this year. They need two at the Jackrabbit 30 right hash. Three wides all to the left. Tyshawn King the back to the right of Davidson. Jacks show a blitz. They come with six. Davidson a deep drop. Heaves it down the middle of the field. Incomplete. Tyshawn Gales draws multiple flags for holding C.J. Charleston. Jimmy Rogers trying to argue the pass was uncatchable. That's what Rogers is signaling with his left hand, making a motion with his hand pointed downward over the top of his head. And he made a beeline. Pass interference, defense, number five. 15-yard penalty, automatic first down. That was kind of an awkward route for that throw, and it would have had to really been a significant amount of contact there to allow him to go, but just a really Overthrown ball by about 15, 20 yards, but they were quick with the flags. So, so inside the Case IH red zone is Youngstown State. Visit your local Case IH dealer or log on to caseih.com slash jackrabbits. From the SDSU 15 of first and 10, Davidson will fake to Rushton. He'll keep trying to run left and collapse at the feet of Dyshawn Gales. Then a wild circumstance where Tucker Large was engaged with Serrano, the tight end, and they both backed up into Gales and both ended up going head over tea kettle as they fell backwards. Both are okay, thankfully. It's a half yard gain for Davidson. And again, a uh, designed run to go to that side there and to keep him for a no gain there in this red zone where the defense need to tighten up. Penguins have been in here once before today on their last drive of the first half, and the Jacks blocked the field goal. 
Three wides right, one left on second and a long nine. Rushton in the back. Davidson a deep drop. Looking, looking. He'll throw it to Rushton out of the backfield. And Jason Freeman came up, laid the initial hit. Rushton broke through it. Then Large and Bach come to bring him down to the 13-yard line. It's a gain of one. And it's now third down and about seven for Youngstown State. Again, Jack's reading it perfectly in the right set and had others coming there to prevent any kind of big play upfield. Penguins just one of six on third downs today. 10-09, third quarter. SDSU a 27-0 lead on the road against number 22, Youngstown State. Three wides all right. Davidson. Takes the snap. He's going to run left behind two pulling blockers inside the 13 to the 12. Kale Reeder, the safety, makes the stop after a yard or so. And now what will Youngstown State opt to do? As Jake Benio, the talented tight end who missed last week with a foot injury, is hobbling off the field. And the Penguins trying to get new bodies on as they're going to go for this on fourth down. And Tyshawn King, number 10, the running back, trying to help a lead block there. He was really slow and kind of hobbling on his left side. So that play resulted in some, uh, some friendly fire there for Youngstown State. 10-play, 70-yard drive. It's taken over five minutes. It's come to this, fourth and six at the Jacks, 11. Three wides right, another left. Mitch Davidson. Low snap, comes up with an ankle high, throws down the middle of the field, and the ball was deflected at the line of scrimmage. Incomplete pass, the Penguins go over on downs as Jared DePriest got his hand on it and prevents Youngstown State on fourth down. And even if it doesn't get deflected, Jacks had great coverage there. Tucker Large, Kale Reeder, Colby Herter, they were all right in the middle of that field there in front of the one defender there, or run one receiver they were trying to get it to. 9.06 remaining. South Dakota State, a 27-0 lead at Youngstown State. Back in a moment, this is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 9.06 to play here in quarter number three from Stambaugh Stadium. South Dakota State in complete control, up 27-0 on the road at Youngstown State. Today's matchup is presented by Nutrient Egg Solutions. Ask any top performer and they'll tell you that home field is definitely an advantage. Whether it's Dana J. Dykow Stadium or on your firm's field, local knowledge and local support do matter. Nutrient Egg Solutions and the Jacks are leading the field this season and beyond. And we, before we get back to the game here, let's pause 10 seconds to allow for station identification. This is South Dakota State football. This is WNAX Yankton. Visit NorthlandFord.com and your local Northland Ford dealer today. Tyler Merriam, Scotty Quaz, Brent Bowen, our statistician John Nelson in the Hefty C broadcast booth. Hefty brand Freedom Series soybeans. Be free to set yield records on your farm with the protection and power of Extend Flex Soybeans. Jerry Ilster, our network producer. Back at our flagship 570 WNAX Studios. Great to have you with us. It's windy, but otherwise couldn't ask for a better Saturday in mid-November in Northeast Ohio. South Dakota State under a cloud-covered sky. 
begins at its own 11 with two receivers both to the left. Gronowski a play fake, he'll throw slant left side, deflected, caught anyhow by Graham Goring who spins to the 22 yard line for 11 yards and a first Dakota first down. The Penguins got a hand on that ball, Goring caught it anyhow. For an injured player. And then we have an injured Penguin on the field, that's Troy Jakubek, the excellent corner who's fourth in the nation in picks. Jakubek had a uh, collision there with Marcus Hooker because when that ball got tipped and went airborne, uh, and again, the spin happened there by going it, it allowed the, it, those two collided with each other right there at the 26. Alex Howard, the middle linebacker, was the man who got his hand on the ball. Jack Hubeck remains down, and we have a timeout on the field. 8.52 in the third, and it's number one South Dakota State leading 22nd ranked Youngstown State 27 to nothing. This is Jack Rabbit football from Learfield. 8.52 to go in the third quarter from Stambaugh Stadium. South Dakota State leads Youngstown State 27 to nothing up here in Northeast Ohio. At Hogemeyer, local means something greater. Raised local, raised right here in Jackrabbit Nation. You can learn more at therightseed.com. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the Jackrabbit Sports Network podcast. You can hear the latest in SDSU athletics, weekly interviews, game replays, coaches shows, lots more. Search Jackrabbits wherever you get your podcast. Hit the subscribe button. Smash the like button to unlock hours of weekly content. Somebody's been reading his thesaurus this week. Hey, they're just words. Make them come to life. Jackrabbits out of the injury timeout. Have it at their own 22. Two wides in the set. Kentrell Prejean makes his first appearance today. The Lafayette, Louisiana native. He joins Devin Cole Jr., two wides right. Hines and Morgan double tights left. Davis behind Gronowski, pistol formation. Prejean motions right to left, a wide snap. Gronowski one-handed it, gave to Davis, who runs left. Cuts right, 30, 35, 40, 45, as he drags a Youngtown defender to the 47-yard line. What a run by Isaiah Davis of 25 yards, and you can see the dejection in the Penguin defenders as Davis rises back to his feet. Put a star in the last 12 yards because he's carrying about 190 pounds behind him. They're just dragging a guy down the field, and uh, that's a powerful run by number 22. It's Ezekiel Blake, who he took for a ride. 8-10, it was Jack Ubeck's uh, replacement, as a matter of fact. 8-10, clock running in the third. Jack's a 27-0 lead, first and 10 at their own 46. Gronowski will turn and hand to Davis, up the middle to midfield, spun down violently at the 48-yard line by Chris Fitzgerald. The 274-pound exceptional defensive tackle. Davis checks out after a six-yard game, but that will give him his 21st 100-yard game of his college career. 12 carries for 102 for Isaiah Davis. That's five 100-yard games this year. And Davis almost to 4,000. Only four Jackrabbit running backs have ever reached 4,000. He's about to become the fifth. Snap back, Ronowski, fake to Johnson, looking, throws it left sideline. Mike Morgan, the tight end, inside the 30, bounces off a tackle, and he's out of bounds at the 24-yard line of Youngstown State. 23 yards to Mike Morgan, who has had a couple of big catches on the day. 
almost the exact same play where they found Zach Hines in the first half. He just goes 10 yards downfield and finds that soft spot there out, out on the edge. And uh, again, Mark Gronowski, another bullet to the same spot, almost the exact same place on the field with the same play. Jack's 353 yards, Youngstown State 143 for total yards. At the Penguin 24, a first and 10. Two wides, one either side, double tights, and Amar Johnson behind Gronowski. He'll take the handoff from the QB, running left, the 23-22, got head out of bounds, but it won't matter because there is a holding call out on the perimeter. Here's our referee, Rick Warney. Holding, offense, oh. number 74, 10-yard penalty. First down. It's Garrett Greenfield, and it was pretty obvious it was a hold as Johnson tried to turn the corner. Greenfield reached back as Woodkey had beat him trying to get around the corner, and Greenfield with his left hand had grabbed the cloth of Woodkey. So back to the Youngstown 34, it's first and 20. Jack's a 27-0 lead, 6-19 third quarter at Stambaugh Stadium. Two wides right, Gronowski drops to throw. Looking, throws to the near side. Jaden Yonke made the catch near the boundary and he is out of bounds. He hauled it in, trying to drag his foot. Covered by Hooker, the safety, but couldn't bring it in before he reached the boundary. It'll be second down and 20. Been right between the sticks, a little bit short of a first down there. And that's again, a long developing throw across the field for Mark Gronowski. 16 of 23, 230 yards and three touchdowns. Fourth time this year, he's eclipsed the 200-yard mark. He'll send three receivers right, one to the left. It's Goring, who's the isolate. Dropping to throw, Gronowski, screen, left side, it's Davis. Works the left sideline to about the 30. He was tripped up, and as he was falling down, Quincy Lenton came and pounded him again near the 30. Gain of four, it'll be third and 16, but Davis has taken a pounding here in the second half in particular. He's been a little ginger with that left arm, left shoulder too. You can see it at times, he keeps trying to flex it and work it out. And no doubt the amount of yards and contacts that he's taken, we know he's been nursing shoulder injuries. Everybody is at this point of the year, but uh, those are point, pain points he's had in the past. Third and 16 at the Penguin 30. This will be play seven of the drive. Jacks have had the ball for nearly four minutes. Two receivers left, one right. Gronowski to throw him in a four-man rush. Has time, near side Davis out of the backfield. Throw was high, he reached up and couldn't bring it in. And so the Jacks will settle for a field goal try from Hunter Dustman, who is two for two on the day so far. Maybe just a little more westerly wind than when we started. It was a northerly wind, so this one might cross from left to right just a tad watching that flag there. And from the left hash mark, that might be okay here for Hunter Dustman. He's hit from 33 and 43. This just inside the left hash will be a 47-yard try. Snap is good, placement is down, Dustman's kick end over end, but it will die of exhaustion. Seven yards into the end zone, and the streak of 10 in a row made by Dustman is no more. And South Dakota State will hand it back to the home team with 5-14 remaining in the third quarter, and the Jackrabbits a 27-0 lead over Youngstown State. 
Again, eight play, what, 59 yards, almost four minutes of clock time gets taken off. And with a 27 to nothing uh, lead here, puts a little pressure on your defense. But again, Jackrabbit defense is not allowed very much today. It said uh, Youngstown State really struggling to put things together. Jack's 8.3 yards a play. Penguins only 4.1. From its own 31st and 10, the Youngstown State offense will operate and very little room for Tyshawn King running behind the left side of the O-line. They may give him the 32 if they do, that's all. It would be a two-yard gain. It'll be second down and eight. It's Jackrabbit defense, 11.9 points per game allowed, best scoring defense in the nation. 264 yards allowed per game, second best in the country. And they lead the Valley in turnovers forced. Large's interception in the second quarter was the 19th turnover this defense has come up with. Davidson with three wides in the set, two to the right, one left. King behind and to the right of him, the running back. Letter high shotgun snap, play fake. Davidson a deep drop, pressured, and he's sacked. Coming right up the middle was the Jackrabbit defensive lineman, Aaron Wolf, Kale Holston out of Gilbert, Arizona. Davidson a pump fake, and then Wolf, Kale Holston the sack, and the Penguin waddle in celebration after a nine yard loss back to the 23. Biggest contact he takes is from Caden Johnson, his teammate there. <laughs> and talked to defensive coordinator Jesse Bobbitt uh, earlier this week, and he's like, hey, we even had a Wolf, Kale Holston sighting this last week. So good to have him some more depth to this Jackrabbit defense. He's made a big play in each of the last two games. So third down and 18, Youngstown State. From just across its own 22, Davidson to throw, three-man rushing, pump fakes a pass right, rolling to the right, still looking, flag is down as he throws incomplete. Quinton Hicks and Randy Camonier both are out there as edge rushers. Camonier back on the field for the first time. Holding. Offense, number 54, that penalty's declined. Fourth down. Jason Williams holding Camonier, who is from Oakdale, Minnesota, but uh, was actually born in Boston, spent much of his childhood in Cameroon. He's been battling injuries all year, trying to get on the field. He's been practicing the last couple of weeks, finally gets some reps. That time he's held, but it's declined because of the incomplete pass, and the Penguins will punt with 3.38 left in the third. Davidson just... Some indecision, and again, credit that Jackrabbit defense downfield. There's no options for him to throw. Brendan Kilpatrick to punt. Two steps, right-footed, good spiral on this kick towards the far side away from large, which will go out of bounds at around the Jackrabbit 40. And there is a flag downfield as well. It's a 37-yard punt if it stands. The umpire is conversing with Rick Warney, the referee. During the kick, holding, return team, number 25. 10-yard penalty from in the kick. First down. It's Kale Reeder. Ball will go back to the 30. That's penalty number eight on South Dakota State today for 75 yards. 331 in the third. South Dakota State a 27-0 lead. Brent, how about an update on the game in Vermilion featuring the Coyotes and the Fighting Hawks? So UND is leading USD 10-0 at half. Uh, the Fighting Hawks were Opened the game with a kickoff return for a touchdown. The Yotes were about to answer. Bauman had connected with Carter Bell on a post route, but Bell got stripped at the one-yard line. UND recovered in the end zone and then added a field goal at halftime. So USD a yard away from tying that game, and instead 
It's 10-0 Fighting Hawks. Here's Isaiah Davis running around the right side. A long run trying to get some yards. Coming up from his safety spot, Marcus Hooker to hit Davis out of bounds to 35-yard line. But Davis had to slant his way along the near side to do everything he could to pick up five. You can see he uses that left hand for a stiff arm. And I, while he's right-handed, that left arm, I think, has taken the brunt of throwing those stiff arms. There's many that have been on the receiving end of that. So he's pretty ginger with it. And, you know, he's gotten it out through the play. But, man, between plays, he's trying to nurse himself. Davis, 13 rushes, 107 yards. Jacks have had four other ball carriers, a total of five carries among them. Here's Davis again, straight up the middle for maybe a yard, then he gets shoved backwards. So third and four, 2.45, clock running in the third. Number one, South Dakota State, a 27-nothing lead over the Penguins of Youngstown State, who are six and three and ranked 22nd in the country. Jacks will round out the regular season. Next week, hosting Missouri State. Likely to have a bye week over Thanksgiving and then would likely have a home playoff game the first weekend in December. Third and five Jacks. Today, four of nine on that down. Gronowski with four wides. Clap of his hands. Chin high snap. Drops to throw. Near sideline dropped. Griffin Wildey was open just ahead of midfield, but could not haul it in. Marcus Hooker, the safety, had good coverage, but the throw was there. Wildey, a rare mistake by the true freshman who's been so good in all facets, and the Jacks will be forced to punt. Again, these throws that the Jackrabbits are making, Gronowski, and that, that 10 and 12 yard up and out, and again, running away from the ball. And I know players in the pregame, too, are mentioning the crown of this field is a little bit awkward. So. Uh, but they're making it work in uh, some good throws today. Hunter Dustman at his own 20. Youngstown State, 10 men at the line of scrimmage. Will they come after the punt? The answer is yes, but Dustman gets it away quickly. A wobbly but very high kick. Backpedaling and making the catch, ignoring a fair catch, and turning upfield is Tom Zach. He got away from one man, then gets brought down to the 25-yard line. So a 49-yard punt, a return of eight. And with 1.56 left in the third, top-ranked South Dakota State leading Youngstown State 27 to nothing. Jackrabbits a 3.63 to 1.36 advantage in total yards today. Penguins just 27 rushing yards on 18 attempts. The Jacks with three sacks on the day. Penguins had only been sacked 11 times in their first nine outings. Davidson, three receivers right, one left. Will hand it off to Dre Rushton. And Dyshawn Gales, a fine tackle coming up from his cornerback spot. Off to Rushton's left. Brings him down after a little more than a yard. And the Jackrabbits have been so good defensively today, holding the Penguins to 1.4 yards a rush. The Jacks, when they force you to be one-dimensional, it is incredibly hard to move the ball. Camonier back at a defensive end with Tervier. Balloon is one of the defensive tackles. The other is Wolf Kale Holston. Bach, Spalding, and Stallbird are the linebackers as Davidson waits for the shotgun snap on second and eight. It's knee high, he has it. He'll throw left side. Bryce Oliver coming back to the football, slides and makes the catch. At the 33, it'll be third and two. It's Durance and Herter who are the safeties, and Miles Taylor out there with Dyshawn Gales. They are the corners. And I think at this point, just 
try try to get a first down. <laughs> if you're Youngstown State, just try to get a couple, two, three, four plays together. Try to get some positive momentum here. And just try to get a first down. It's maybe not even scoring at this point. Just find some kind of consistency. It's third and two for Youngstown State. It's one of eight on third downs this afternoon. Four wides, Davidson steps up into a blitz, throws over the middle, incomplete, and nearly intercepted. It was through the hands of King, the running back, and about 15 yards downfield, Durant's dove tried to come up with it, but it appeared to clearly hit the ground. And I know you talked to Jimmy Rogers about it on the Jimmy Rogers Radio Show, which is Thursday nights at Cubby Sports Bar and Grill on Shameless Main Avenue plug. in downtown Brookings, but tipped balls, guys getting a hand up, knocking it into the air. A lot of interceptions these Jacks have had, they're not the first ones to touch it. Somebody else has been touching it. Youngstown State has had two five-minute-plus drives that have come up scoreless, and now this is the fourth three and out by the Penguin offense. Another faulty third down opportunity. So on fourth and two, Brendan Kilpatrick gets the punt away. Boy, good height on this. Large just runs away. It lands at the 16, and then it takes a sideways roll towards the far side. It got tipped, and now that's a free ball for Large to pick up. He does back at the 14, and he's tackled. Once the ball is touched by Youngstown, it's a free ball. All the Jacks can do is gain from it. So in that case, a smart play by Large to go ahead and pick it up and try to make something out of it, but a 54-yard punt, and the ball will be marked back at the 15, make it the 16 yard line 17 seconds left in the third quarter and it's 27 nothing South Dakota State the lead at Youngstown State boy that uh, that that special teams play of Tucker large I'm sure the Jackrabbit coaching staff saw it but he's been pretty consi consistent uh, he's been a performer there as much as he has on defense boy he's been given it on special teams Mark Gronowski with two backs Amar Johnson to his left, Davis to his right. Takes the snap, fakes to Davis. A deep drop, he'll take a shot down the center of the field. Jaden Yonke wide open midfield, inside the 40, and Jordan Trowers dives from behind and hauls him down at the 34-yard line, they're going to say. This is the end of the third quarter. So 50 yards to Jaden Yonke when it's all said and done. He's had two receptions of over 50 yards in the game. And we've come to the end of the third quarter on the Dakota Bank scoreboard. And it's South Dakota State 27, Youngstown State nothing. The fourth quarter in just a moment. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Welcome back to the start of the fourth quarter from Stambaugh Stadium. South Dakota State in command leading Youngstown State 27 to nothing. Fans, make sure to join us at Cubby Sports Bar and Grill for the Jimmy Rogers Radio Show, Thursday night at 6 p.m. here on the Jackrabbit Sports Network. Cubby Sports Bar and Grill, your Jackrabbit game day headquarters on Main Avenue in downtown Brookings. And hey, if it's in your big picture, First Bank and Trust can help you achieve it with personalized financial planning and trusted advice. Find out how First Bank and Trust makes planning for your future easier in bankeasy.com. But when put your mic back on, what are you doing back there? <laughs> What, what, did you knock your headset off? He's back back here wrestling donuts. Uh, usually I go check the scoreboard just to see the time, and I just didn't realize that it was the start of the fourth quarter. Okay, so you're okay. <laughs> I'm okay. Okay, we're worried about you here. Those of you watching on Booth Cam, Brent is okay, everybody, all right? We start the fourth quarter here at Stambaugh Stadium in Youngstown, Ohio, and the Jackrabbits 413 total yards. The Penguins, 144. The Jacks, 129 rushing. 
284 passing. The Penguins just 29 on the ground. The Jacks have completely eliminated the rushing game from the Youngstown offensive attack. Penguins have thrown for 115. Jacks have had the ball for 24 minutes compared to Youngstown's 21. Remember, the Penguins were second in the nation in time of possession entering today. Third downs, the Jacks four out of 10, which is below their season average, but the Penguins only one out of nine. And in the Case IH red zone, the Jacks are three for three, but the Penguins are 0 for two. So South Dakota State doing everything right. They have six pass plays of 15 or more yards, three rushes of 15 or more yards. On explosive plays alone, the Jacks have outgained the Penguins so far today. And then, uh, like we mentioned earlier, uh, just the distribution, too. You've had six, what, seven different guys catch a ball. Four different people are uh, have rushed the ball. Five different with uh, uh, Jaden Yonke getting that, that one handoff as well. So it's it's been distribution. Jimmy Rogers mentioned at halftime. It's, it's been a team effort here so far today. And Jackson Yonke not on this trip. His twin brother Jaden, seven catches, 166 yards and two touchdowns. Gronowski, 18 of 27, 284 yards and three scores. Gronowski takes the snap, hands to Davis, running right 30, 25, bouncing off a tackler and dragging another inside the 20 to the 18. Isaiah Davis for 17 more yards, and Davis now with a 125 on 15 attempts. Just a trail of Penguins, three different Penguins slow to get up, and for uh, their defensive side of the ball, number nine, uh, one of the, uh, uh, Chris Fitzgerald, one of their starters, had to just check himself out and really nursing that right arm, right shoulder. Two wides, both to the left. The Jacks have entered the Case IH red zone. Visit your local Case IH dealer or check out caseih.com slash jackrabbits. Hand to Davis, nothing up the middle. Tried to cut right, and he'll get spun down. Alex Howard making the tackle, the middle linebacker who leads the team in stops, the Cincinnati native. Davis Scott maybe to the 17. That's again one of those rush plays. You're in the red zone there, and the clock is just going to tick. Clock is just going to tick, and 27 nothing. Just taking time off against Youngstown State's any hope here on uh, Senior Day and Red Out Day. Uh, it's, it's been a pretty positive performance for this Jackrabbit offense. Two wides left. Hines aligns wide right. Morgan up back right. Davis behind Gronowski on second and ten. Here's Davis running right, trying to turn the corner and get shoved out of bounds at the 15-yard line by Troy Jack. You back the corner. Three-yard pickup. It'll be third and seven. South Dakota State led 3-0 after a quarter. And then 17 second quarter points. 20-0 halftime lead. Jaden Yonke, two touchdown receptions. Griffin Wildey the other as Mark Gronowski has thrown for three and Dustman a pair of field goals. Davis checks out. Amar Johnson in on third and eight. Jaden Yonke wide right. Graham Goring slot left. Griffin Wildey wide left. Zach Hines tight left. Youngstown State four down lineman. Gronowski dropping to throw. Looking left, he'll throw it down the middle of the field. The catch is made to the five yard line. Diving is Griffin Wildey to haul it in for a first Dakota first down and a gain of 11. Castleberry and Hooker, a corner and a safety 
were both wedged right around Wildy and somehow Wildy, who had uh, again dropped that last pass thrown to him that time, just hung on in traffic, in contact, thread the needle down to the five, and now a Youngstown State player just going to drop to the ground. Mark Gronowski, four of eight on third downs today. As a stoppage in play, there's a Penguin down in the end zone, and we'll take a timeout with 12.25 remaining. South Dakota State, a 27-0 lead at Youngstown State. This is Jack Rabbit football from Learfield. With 12.25 to play in the fourth quarter, South Dakota State still leads Youngstown State 27-0, but it's Jack Rabbit football on the Penguin five-yard line. Wherever you compete, winning has roots. You can perform at your best with the Cal. And hey, the Jackrabbit app is your home for all things SDSU athletics. Access your ticket account, earn rewards from local businesses, get in-game updates, live audio and video. If you don't have it, go to visit gojacks.com app or just go to your app store and download the Jackrabbit app on your mobile device right now. Jackrabbits 441 yards to the Penguins 144. We hope you're enjoying the broadcast wherever you might be tuning in throughout our Jackrabbit Sports Network of affiliates. GoJacks.com slash watch, the Jackrabbit app, the Varsity Network app, our booth cam, Tyler Merriam, Scotty Quaz, Brent Bowen, John Nelson, our statistician in the Hefty Seed broadcast booth. Hefty brand 40 series corn is the first corn seed designed for high performance and soil temps as low as 40 degrees. Our network producer, Calvin Oster, back at our flagship 570 WNAX studios. Jalen Castleberry starting corner, the one that was shaken up and he hobbled all the way back to the back bench and is seated with the athletic training staff there for Youngstown State. So. This Jackrabbit offense has been punishing against this Penguin defense that, as we said coming into today, had only allowed 94 yards per game rushing in and given up a bunch today. Isaiah Davis, 17 carries, 125 yards. He's the back to the right of Gronowski. Morgan, a lead blocker, up and to the right of him. One wide out. It's Devin Cole, Jr., to the left. Now he motions behind. Davis takes the snap, fakes the handoff, runs left, cuts right inside the two, and he lunges down to the one. So Davis took the snap himself and picks up four. It'll be second down, goal to go at the one. Cole Jr. out, and Griffin Wildy in as the lone wide receiver. Again, a new look, a new wrinkle that they've not shown today. The direct snap to Davis and send a guy in motion. And then you're slanting on the up front. That front line gets slanted to the other way to make room for that. It's just this offense has just got all kinds of pieces to it. Wildy is wide right. Davis behind Gronowski in a pistol. Second and goal at the Penguin one. Snap to Gronowski, hands to Davis up the middle, and he's into the end zone. Touch down, Jackrabbits. Just a old-fashioned single back, double tight end set. We're just going to power forward and let your running back pick a hole. And he had a couple of options. And from the one like that, when you've kind of got it cooking, it, it, it makes it look really easy. The one-yard touchdown run by Isaiah Davis is the 42nd of his career. That ranks fourth in South Dakota State football history. It's powered by Prostralo Auto Mall in Madison. Score your next vehicle at ProstraloAutomall.com. Hunter Dustman's extra point is up, and the kick is good in South Dakota State, a 34-0 lead. The Northland Four Dealers drive summary, seven plays, 83 yards in three minutes and 44 seconds after the Penguins go over on downs at the Jackrabbit 17. 
go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. You can see for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. 11.33 remains. Number one South Dakota State, a 34-0 lead at 22nd-ranked Youngstown State. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. With 11.33 to play in the fourth quarter from Stambaugh Stadium, South Dakota State adds on as they now lead Youngstown State 34 to nothing. Today's matchup is brought to you by Sanford Health, the exclusive sports medicine provider for the Jackrabbits. South Dakota State, a 446 to 144 edge in yards. The Jackrabbits, 295 through the air, 151 on the ground. Mark Gronowski, 19 of 28, 295 yards passing. Three touchdowns, two of them to Jaden Yonke, who has caught seven balls for 166 today. And Isaiah Davis, normally the Jacks are a little more balanced in their rushing attack. Davis, 19 carries for 130 yards and a score. Amar Johnson, the only other ball carrier with more than two. Davis now up to 990 on the year and 3,960 for his career. This kickoff by Hunter Dustman to be presented by Poet. Isn't it about time we got back in rhythm with nature? Poet is a proud leader in the sustainable bioproducts industry. End over end kickoff, fair catch called for. It's dropped, it's loose on the field. Penguins have to pick it up, and once they do, then the fair catch is honored, and it's a touchback. Some confusion there between the two deep men. Yeah, it was just they had a face mask to face mask conversation at the end of that there just who is going to take that and return it and who is going to let it fly and that's kind of just been the way that the day has gone here for Youngstown State they've just not been consistent to be able to get anything together the fair catch is honored but the touchback is not because it was dropped so Youngstown must take over at its own four yard line that's Max Tomzak and CJ Charleston too, two veteran wide receivers that are Special teams returners just not on the same page. This by far Youngstown State's worst starting field position of the afternoon. First and 10 to run up the middle. Out across the five to the six yard line. Called it a two yard gain for Dre Rushton. It'll be second down and eight. And the Jacks will host Missouri State next Saturday at two o'clock. Limited number of tickets remain at jackrabbittickets.com. Senior day is those who will be ending their careers and what a set of careers these seniors have had before the game. And then the Jacks will get ready for the FCS playoffs. Youngstown State goes to Murray State next week. It will have to win and then wait and see if 7-4 and four is enough to get in. Davidson to throw out of the end zone. Nothing there. He'll run out to the right side. And as he slid, he was hit down by Savion Williamson and Flags Cup. As Davidson slid, and of course he's upright to some extent, Williamson came and clobbered him. After the play, personal foul, defense, number six. 13 yard penalty for the end of the run, automatic first down. And we take another look because you'd hate to see targeting thrown onto this. Came in with the forearm, and Davidson reaches up to the helmet right away like there was some contact there. but Which there clearly was. Yeah. Williamson definitely hit him high. He hit him with his right shoulder. But he didn't appear to launch himself, and that's why, at least to this point, we haven't stopped it. 
10.40 to play. It's 34-0. South Dakota State on top of Youngstown State. Penguins from their own 24, first and 10. Davidson, play action fake, a deep drop. Now throws a ball high into the air down the near side, incomplete, trying to find C.J. Charleston running a deep crossing route from left to right, but he threw it too far out in front of him. And had to had some distance on it, but again throws it off that back foot and just kind of just throwing it up, uh, you know, to, to see if somebody can run underneath of it there. Doesn't really try to throw it to a spot. He's just trying to throw it to an area and letting the guy go get it there rather than being real intentional with it. Aaron Wolf, Kale Holston, Max Balloon, the defensive ends, Randy Camonier. First game back for him. He's at one defensive end, Zach Wilson the other. It's Williamson along with Spalding and Francel are the linebackers. The corners, Miles Taylor will get to the rest in a moment. Davidson to throw on second down, pump fake, flushed left. Looking, throws back across his body. C.J. Charleston makes the catch and gets hammered down to the 45-yard line after a 21-yard gain by Colby Herter. Herter and Dante Johnson are the safeties. Jalen B. Lee is in at corner along with Miles Taylor. Johnson originally committed to Colorado State. He's a Fort Collins native and has been dinged up at times this year, but seeing action right now, Jacks are high on him for the future. 34-0 SDSU leading at Youngstown State, 9:51, and the clock churns here in quarter number four from Stambaugh Stadium in Northeast Ohio on this gray but relatively warm day. Mitch Davidson to throw, hit as he releases left sideline, making the catch and going out of bounds, Luke Hensley, and now a late flag comes down after the hit. Personal foul, rough in the passer. Defense, number 99, 15-yard penalty, automatic first down. Dawson Ripperda, the defensive end out of Larchwood, Iowa, called for the personal foul. That's two 15-yard penalties on the defense on this drive. He was back there kind of engaged with an offensive lineman. I watched the throw down the field, didn't see exactly what happened there, but enough contact that it was a pretty obvious flag for Mr. Warney to toss himself. Ball at the 28 of South Dakota State. 9.35 remaining. Two big penalties in this drive, aided. 34-0 Jacks, Penguins trying to get on the board at the SDSU 28. Davidson looks left to throw, now over the middle. He'll dump it off to Tyshawn King, the running back, who will dive to the 20-yard line at the feet of Savion Williamson, eight-yard pickup. And now we're time out for an injured player. Youngstown State uh, receiver rolling around in pain in the center of the field. That was on the other side from where the completion was. So a timeout on the field will take it as well with 9.17 to go in Youngstown. Number one South Dakota State, a 34-0 lead over the 22nd ranked Penguins. And you're listening to Jackrabbit Football for Blairfield. 9.17 to play here from Stambaugh Stadium. South Dakota State leads Youngstown State 34 to nothing. You can make the outdoors your office by being an intern, seasonal, or volunteer with South Dakota Game Fish and Parks. Visit gfp.sd.gov for more information on positions. Another update from Vermilion. USD drove the football inside of the red zone before Aiden Bauman threw an interception inside of the end zone. So UND's defense comes up with another big takeaway inside of the five-yard line, and it's still 10-0 North Dakota. Well, we won't have a full picture of this during our post game because so many of these games will be ongoing or just getting going. But after today, we'll have a little clearer picture. That game is huge. The Southern Illinois at North Dakota State game, which hasn't kicked off yet, will be huge as well. 
And there could be a lot of Valley teams with a win in order to get in next week. And who knows if more than one Valley team will be seeded. You could have three maybe. You could only get one. Just depends upon a lot of factors, including what happens in the in-state rivalry of Montana next Saturday. All right, back to football. Penguins at the SDSU 20. A second down and two. Mitch Davidson, the QB, with four receivers, three right, one left. Dumps it off left side to Tyshawn King, who breaks a tackle of Jalen B. Lee and picks up a first down to the 16 of South Dakota State. There in the Case IH red zone are the Penguins. Visit your local Case IH dealer or log on to caseih.com slash jackrabbits. Stays in bounds. The clock continues to run here, so still 8.50 to go. And certainly you'd like to have that zero on the board and a shutout here, but the Jackrabbit defense uh, fit the ball well. Three wides right, one left. First and 10, Youngstown State of the Jacks, 16. Davidson looking to throw, pressured, rolling out to the right. As he was being sacked, he got rid of it, and the ball just got to the line of scrimmage as Quinton Hicks was about to bring down Davidson. He cleared the pocket, and the ball had to reach the 16-yard line like it bounced near the 15. For intentional grounding, the quarterback was outside the pocket, and the ball crossed the line of scrimmage. Second down. Thank you, Rick Warney, for confirming that with us. 8.31 to play, it's 34-0 Jackrabbits. Jaden Yonke, Tucker Large, and Jimmy Rogers, the head coach, will all join us on the first Dakota National Bank postgame show. Plus, Brent will give you an update on what scores we have for you. Again, this being an early start today here in Youngstown. Final stats, recap of the highlights, and more. Davidson play fake, fakes the pass right, runs up the middle, and he will dive through the tackle of Jared DePriest to the 14-yard line. So Davidson for two, it'll be third down and eight. Penguins just one of nine on third downs. And they have yet to score in the red zone. They are 0 for their first two trips. Jack's making some uh, defensive backfield substitutions there with Stallbird, Large. Is that Herter that come back in? More of their regular defensive look. Tenth play of this drive for the Penguins. Started way back at the four after they dropped the kickoff. Third and eight, two wides left, one right. The back rushed into the right of Davidson. Four down linemen for SDSU. They rush four. Davidson will air it up to the near sideline, and the ball is batted away. Intended for C.J. Charleston, Aiden Dotterman on the coverage. He had his back to the quarterback, Davidson, but was able to get his hands up when he saw Charleston going for it and tap it away. It'll be fourth down. Boy, what a heads-up play there. Again, looks like he's beat and just... Again, just get the hand in there. Just deflect it away. You don't have to be there the, the entire way, but great recovery and just really talented defense. Penguins have failed on their one previous fourth down attempt. They have not scored in the Case IH red zone on their first two trips. A blocked field goal, and they went over on downs. This is fourth and eight at the Jacks 14, 7.41 to play. It's 34-0 SDSU. Youngstown needs to reach just shy of the six. Four wides, three right, one left. Knee-high snap. Davidson corrals, throws down the center. High incomplete. The only man who got a fingertip on it was K.O. Reeder, who tried to tip it back to himself in the back of the end zone, but it doesn't matter. Penguins are over on downs, and they are 0 for 3 in scoring opportunities inside the red zone today. Just another great... Defensive backfield there. Again, they had two guys. Like you said, the only man to put a hand on the ball is a defender of South Dakota State there. And 
had good front side coverage. So you can't just throw it to the belly. You got to throw it up and let your receiver try to get it. And just not an easy toss to uh, to make in there and made it very difficult for a receiver to even get to the ball. Penguins two drives of over five minutes and that one nearly five. It went 82 yards and nothing to show for any of them. Here is Chase Mason in the game, the backup quarterback, and the sophomore hands to Angel Johnson, looking for room off the right side, nothing doing. He managed the 15-yard line for just a yard. It'll be second down and nine. Mason, a tremendous talent. He's still learning the game, but they really feel that he's got a bright future ahead of him. Mark Gronowski won't be the quarterback forever. And then Mason can slide in after him. We've seen his running abilities. Two long touchdown scampers on the season so far. He's eight of 14 passing. Two wides right, one left on second down and nine. Angel Johnson alongside him. Mason will try to run off the left side, lower his shoulder to the 18 to the 19 yard line. Mason for four. It'll be third down and five. 6.45 remains here in Youngstown. And the top-ranked Jackrabbits, a decisive performance today. There's been little doubt about anything. They lead Youngstown 34-0. At this point, again, you're gaining some depth, some experience, and still want to kind of continue to turn the, the, turn the basketball, turn the football down the field, though, and uh, get yourself another first down. Just eat time off the clock, time of possession, well in favor of the Jackrabbits. And the crossover haze is indeed a real thing, Quas. Yes. Third and five, Angel Johnson running left, breaks an ankle tackle, first down and more left sideline, 30, 35, 40, 45, and he's run down out of bounds, just shy of midfield. Flag back at the line of scrimmage, though. A hold is going to bring back a nifty 31-yard run by Angel Johnson. Busted a tackle there out in the uh, perimeter and then got himself down the sideline right in front of his own sideline. Long discussion. Holding. Offense, number 64. Half the distance to the goal. Third down. So Ethan Vibert, backup offensive lineman. And the ball will be marked just shy of the 10. South Dakota State needs its own 24, so this sets up a third down and just about 14. Chase Mason, the quarterback. Back up to Gronowski, who threw for 295 and three scores today. Jaden Yonke caught seven for 166 and two touchdowns. Isaiah Davis, a touchdown rush and 130 yards. Mason to throw, pressured, nothing doing left side, rolls right, throws back to Kevin Brenner, the tight end, and Brenner picks up a first Dakota first down. I don't know how in the world Mason got rid of that ball, how he saw Brenner, and the second career grab for Kevin Brenner goes for 15 yards and a first down, the converted defensive lineman out of Silver Lake, Wisconsin. He turns left, makes a 180, and then in pressure in the pocket that he stepped back into, just, it looks like he's just trying to throw it away, and all of a sudden Brenner is underneath a, a defender there and makes a catch. And, Keeps the drive alive. Brenner, the biology and pre-veterinary medicine major, one of two tight ends lining up to the right. It's a jet sweep here. Devin Cole Jr. from left to right, 30 left numbers, cuts back to the 35-yard line. That's 10 yards and a first Dakota first down. So again, continuing to add players to the participation chart there. Who's touching the ball and who's getting yards today? Jack's going to potentially tip over 500 yards of total offense on uh, a day today against the, uh, a team that's been pretty stingy. 
And Scotty, you've heard the sideline reactions to Brenner and then Cole Jr. on those last two plays. That's not any fans. That's the sideline of the Jackrabbits, the starters, who are rooting on these guys. 4.30 to play. It's 34-0 SDSU. From the 35, first and 10, Mason fakes a handoff running right. He got to the corner, but then got shoved out of bounds close to the 40. So Mason for about five. They're going to say they're going to give him two extra yards. That's awfully charitable of our officiating crew. Mason to the 42, and it is a gain of seven. Coming up on the four-minute mark, it's 34-0. South Dakota State leading Youngstown State. Jack's trying to bleed the rest of this clock. Get out of here with 24th consecutive win. Start this regular season 10 and 0. Two wides left, one right. Mason claps his hands, looks left, slings it that way, catches made. Kentrell Prejean, the Louisiana native. And you hear the Jackrabbit sideline clapping for Kentrell Prejean as his reception goes for six. It'll be second down and about four. Check that, it was a first down completion, excuse me. Needed four, got six on second and four. So first down, Jackrabbits. A first Dakota first down with 3.25 to play. Mason out of the gun, one wide left, one more to the right. Angel Johnson, the tailback. Mason clapped his hands once, now communicates with his O-line. Takes the shotgun snap, starts left, cuts right up the middle. Mason holding on to the football to the 49. Three-yard game. 3.02 on the clock running. Jackrabbits, 490 yards today. The Penguins just 196. This is a Youngstown team that came into today averaging 35 points and 430 yards of offense. The Jacks have held them to 185 and kept them off the scoreboard. Mason in the pistol. Johnson behind him. Here's Angel Johnson running left. And boy, did he get hit hard right at the line of scrimmage. Demonte Diggs, the sophomore backup defensive tackle out of McKeesport, Pennsylvania. Good tackle on Angel Johnson. No gain, third and seven. That clock continues to run. 2.15 left. So the Jacks have run about five minutes off this clock. One more first down would do it. If they fail to get it here, they'll have to give it back to the Penguins. We're under the two-minute mark. Devin Cole, Jr., Kentrell Prejean, two wides to the right. Griffin Wildey and Kevin Brenner to the left. Angel Johnson to Mason's right. Mason looking to throw, dancing around the pocket, nothing doing, rolling left, keeps it alive, chucks it deep down the left, numbers incomplete. He overthrew Wildey with a minute 37 left. And the Jackrabbits will punt. And it is Hunter Dustman who will come out of the field with 137 remaining. Third time the Jacks have punted today. They missed a field goal. And then four touchdowns and two field goals. The drive summary for the Jacks. A drive of over six minutes when it's all said and done to churn some clock here. A Penguin jumped early, then a Jackrabbit jumped trying to draw the five yards. It won't be a first down even if it does go against 
Youngstown State. Penguins went over the line, then got back, and did a Jackrabbit respond in time to draw that call or not? The Jacks are going to send their offense back on the field if this is on Youngstown, start. but it's not. Offense, number 29. The backup O-line really wanted to go back in and try it on fourth and two. You heard their dismay. So with 137 to play, fourth and 12 jacks at their own 44 and Dustman to punt. Couple of steps, high end over end boot towards the near sideline. It'll land inside the 15, bounce inside the 10, inside the five, and it'll roll down at the two and stop there. What a punt by Dustman of 54 yards. When it rains, it pours for the hosts. 126 left, South Dakota State 34, Youngstown State nothing. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Welcome back to Stambaugh Stadium. 126 to play here in Northeast Ohio. South Dakota State leads Youngstown State 34 to nothing. First Interstate Bank offers a comprehensive suite of personal and business products to take care of your diverse financial needs. First Interstate Bank, built for you. And before we get back to action, let's pause 10 seconds to allow for stations to identify themselves. This is South Dakota State football. This is WNAX Yankton. Go to buyfordnow.com and see why Ford is America's best-selling brand. With Scotty Quaz and Brent Bowen in the FTC broadcast booth, I'm Tyler Merriam, Hefty Brand Freedom Series Soybeans. Be free to set yield records on your farms with them protection and power of Extend Flex Soybeans. We invite you to stay tuned after the game, our first Dakota National Bank post-game show. Tucker Large, Jaden Yonke, and the head coach, Jimmy Rogers, all scheduled to join us. Brent will give you a recap of the big plays in this game. We'll also have full stat check. And we'll have some Updates on scores throughout the FCS. Again, not a lot of games uh, final because of the early start. Back-to-back -back drives. Penguins have started inside of their own five. They began at their own two. And this is Bo Brungard, the backup quarterback, the redshirt freshman from nearby New Middletown, Ohio. He hands the ball up the middle to Deshaun Watley, a redshirt freshman from Cleveland who gains three. Brungard, one of those that we maybe anticipated to see a little bit more. They've used them both at times, not at the same time, but a guy that's uh, been used in the past. 12 of 18 passing and 24 carries for a five-yard average and two touchdowns. His name means a lot around here. His dad, Mark, was a two-time national champion quarterback in the early 90s for the Penguins. Final minute of this game. Jack's a 34-0 lead on the road. Brungard waiting for the shotgun snap on second and seven. The handoff to Watley, who will run left, cut right, and gain a couple. Levi Vandenboss makes the tackle at the seven-yard line. Penguins do not have to snap this football, but they may with 30 seconds remaining. We'll see. Clock is running. Down to 25 seconds. Penguins have not snapped it yet. But they are lining up as if they will here with 17 seconds to play. One wide either side. Brungard backs up just in front of his own goal line to take the snap. Down to seven seconds. 
with five. Brungard takes it, hands to Watley up the gut out across the 10. He'll dive close to the 14-yard line. It'll be a first down, and that is the end of the game. South Dakota State wins its 24th consecutive contest, the fourth longest winning streak in FCS history, and they do it by shutting out the Penguins of Youngstown State. Final from Northeast Ohio, top-ranked South Dakota State, 34, 22nd-ranked Youngstown State, zero. And today's win matches the Pennsylvania Quakers run from 1992 to 95, and the Grizz of Montana stretch from 2001 to 02. They both rattled off 24 consecutive wins as well. Again, the Jacks 24 game winning streak, the fourth longest in FCS history. 34-0 the final, SDSU defeats Youngstown State on the Dakota Bank scoreboard. Brent Bowen with a complete recap of this one. Tucker Large, Jaden Yonke, Jimmy Rogers join us on the first Dakota National Bank postgame show. It's all coming up when you come back to Stambaugh Stadium. And this is Jackrabbit Football for Learfield. Complete dominance from the top-ranked Jackrabbits from start to finish as South Dakota State came on the road to Youngstown, Ohio and took down the Penguins 34-0 from Stambaugh Stadium. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the First Dakota National Bank postgame show, serving the people of South Dakota with dependable banking solutions for 150 years. First Dakota, it's where the locals go. Our final score once again from Stambaugh Stadium, South Dakota State 34, Youngstown State nothing, and with more, here's Tyler Marion. All right, thank you very much, Brent. It's time for a conversation with the head coach of the Jacks, Jimmy Rogers, presented by Security Bank, the Farmers Bank. So Jimmy Rogers, the head coach of the Yellow and Blue, joins us, and this is just a very impressive win from start to finish, Coach. Uh, what are your initial thoughts as you put everything together on how well your team played today? Yeah, really proud of the guys. I mean, we, we battled, we harped on it all week that this was going to be a tough game and a tough environment, and uh, to come on the road and beat a ranked team the way we did, I mean, I think that that's a statement in itself. I'm, I'm proud of the defense. that We had multiple stops in the red zone where they could have got points, and um, – Nobody hung their head. We continue to battle. And I'm proud of this football team. I'm proud of the way we played on offense. And just, I don't know if anything could have went wrong after I had watched uh, Chase Mason throw the and one mixtape uh, no looker behind his head for a first down at the end there. That was certainly one you drew up to perfection. Yeah. I mean, Zach Lujan deserves credit for that, doesn't <laughs> yes, he? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. From a defensive standpoint today, you hold a Youngstown State team, Coach, that was averaging 35 points and 430 yards a game. You hold them to 196 yards. You keep them off the board. As you alluded to, three times they enter the red zone, do not get points on any of those trips. And this is a team that was averaging 34 minutes of time of possession. You held them to 26 and a half. The defensive effort today was spectacular. Yeah, we were able to stop the run, make them one-dimensional, and then we made plays in opportune moments. Um, I mean, the, the pick there. Uh, by Tucker Large, and then the ability to score after that to put us up 17-0. That was a huge play in the game. And the block field goal again by Ryan Van Merrill when they could have put points up. Just every time that they had something going, we responded, and we were able to execute and come up. And uh, proud of our guys for sure. Why is Ryan Van Merrill so good at blocking kicks? He's got long arms, and he gets a great push. Simple as that. Yep. 
Why is Isaiah Davis so good rushing the football? 19 carries, 130 yards, and a touchdown. And you guys were a little different strategy with the rush game. Normally it's a little more balanced. Today it was almost all Isaiah Davis. Yeah, we knew we were going to have to you know, control the clock. And that's uh, what we do. We run the ball, and the O-line blocked really well the whole game. And um, proud of Isaiah. He deserves every bit of credit he gets. He makes a lot of guys miss, and he's got a, a knack of making people miss in a, in a small hole. And, um, yeah, he's a he's a great player. We're blessed to have him. Mark Gronowski was 19 of 28 today for 295 yards and three touchdowns. Had a couple other balls he put right on the money. Man, he was very good at throwing the football this afternoon. Yeah, we felt like uh, that was a part of the, the game plan that we could exploit a little bit, and um, – we did it without Jackson Yonke, too, and uh, he'll be back with us next week, but unfortunately he wasn't able to take the trip with us. And uh, Proud of Griffin Wildey, proud of Jaden. Graham Goring had a huge catch there off of a deflection. That was a huge play in the game, and uh, we just came together, and when anything but you know, south on us, we were able to turn things into a positive. To your point about not having Jackson Yankee, his twin brother Jaden appeared to be very happy about that. <laughs> Seven catches, 166 yards and two scores. Since he's gotten healthy, he has been unstoppable for your offense. Yeah, he's just a great player that both of them are, and uh, we're blessed to have two of them, and uh, we're going to miss him for sure here in a year, but I'm going to enjoy him while I got him and uh, make the most of these memories with this group of seniors while, we, while they're still here. You and I have had a couple of running jokes throughout the course of the last few weeks, so let's continue both of them. Number one, Zach Hines and Mike Morgan each had two catches, so apparently you are aware you have tight ends. We have tight ends, so next time at the radio show, who didn't touch the ball? That will be the next thing. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from a from a penalty standpoint, you're flagged 12 times today, but there were a couple of big ones. I mean, a touchdown gets wiped off the board on the first. Youngstown has a long drive that are aided by two 15-yard penalties. So I know some of those you'll deal with, but 12's way too many. Yeah, yeah, we got to clean some stuff up. Some of these plays, that, um, the penalties we can control, and uh, the false starts, they just, I don't know how to stop them. We just got to focus and and just execute it in critical moments. And at times we kill ourselves, but 34 points um, to their zero, I'm happy with. We had talked throughout the course of the week about getting off to a strong start on the road and being so close to this stadium, the travel situation. You set everything up for that. And, and man, you, I mean, you didn't get off to a bad start. You force a three and out, go down the field, score a touchdown, force another three and out. I mean, you started strong and just kept it going from there. Yeah, I think uh, – We've been really good at executing at the end of half there. Um, we get the block field goal. Isaiah Stalbert's going to get some grief for not being able to score on that. But, um, yeah, we turn that into three points, and then we come out and score on the first play of the, of the second half with a huge shot to Jaden. And so we have explosive plays. We have great players, and um, I'm blessed to be the head coach of this football team. I'm proud of the guys, and we got to go do it again next week to close out the season on senior day. You win a share of a Missouri Valley Football Conference championship today. Pending upon what else happens this week, it, it could be an outright before the day is over. You can clinch it outright yourself with a win next week, of course. But to be Valley champions for the third time in four years, sharing outright whatever it is, that's quite a statement. Yeah, we're, we're excited. If you told this group that we were going to share anything, I know that they wouldn't be too excited about it. So I'm excited to see how we play next week at home in front of a what what I hope to be a full stadium and honor these seniors while we have them one last time in the regular season that would be a special moment for them and uh, it's been a special season so far 
but we got to do it the right way. We got to close this season out and uh, get ready for the playoffs. Coach, appreciate the time. Congratulations. Thank you. That's Jimmy Rogers, the head coach of South Dakota State. Our conversation with him presented by Security Bank, your trusted, dependable partner, putting farmers first in South Dakota, Minnesota, and the region. Top-ranked SDSU comes on the road and shuts out 22nd-ranked Youngstown State this afternoon. Final score at Stambaugh Stadium in front of an announced crowd of 9,303 is South Dakota State 34 and Youngstown State nothing. Joining us on the field, Tucker Large. Apparently, it's a big day to wear number one. We're going to hear from both Tucker and Jaden here today. But, uh, Tucker, who's the best number one on this team? Uh, I got to give it to Jaden. He was rocking it before me. Got to give it to him. Duly noted. Hey, to come on the road to face a team with as explosive of an offense as Youngstown State has and to not allow a point, what did you and your teammates defensively, what were you able to do today to hold this Penguin offense in check? Um, I mean – to play any Valley team and hold them to zero points is an accomplishment. Uh, we got to give just hats off to them. They're a really talented offense. We just played a step above them today, honestly. We were just us. We flew around, communicated, and honestly just hit. So we were just being us and got the job done. Tucker, that uh, defensive line you play behind had three sacks today. And every week they haven't necessarily had the sacks, but, man, they're putting pressure, they're disrupting things, and that has to mean so much to you guys on the back end. Oh, it makes our job easy. Uh, we, Like we said, we got the best D-line in the nation, so they make our job really easy. They get the pressure on the quarterback. A lot of it just – the plays just fall in our lap, honestly, from the pressure on the D-line. So it was just a big week of preaching to get to the quarterback. They got talented wide receivers, so we just had to get get pressure on him. What did you see on the interception break down the play for us? <laughs> so I was coming down to press number two, and then I was just—I saw the quarterback look at me, so I was trying to just man, man eyes, man tendencies and stuff. And uh, once the, once he said, huh, I just had to do my job, get to the flat, and the ball kind of came right to me, and that was that. It certainly was. What is it about this defense that when teams enter the red zone, they have such a hard time scoring? I mean, we just preach. It doesn't matter, like, if they drive us down the field. We got to finish the drive. Like, and we preach that all the time. We're, like, we know we'll give up plays. We know we'll give up yards, even some touchdowns. We just got to keep playing until the drive is officially over. And like it happened today, they, a couple field goals they missed. We blocked. Like, it was just a good day. And, yeah, it was a good day. You win a share of a Missouri Valley Football Conference championship. You'll have the opportunity to win it outright next week, you and your teammates. But for the third time in four years, the Jackrabbits are at least a share of a Valley champion. What does that mean to you and your teammates? It means a lot. I mean, we don't want to share the conference with anybody, so it does mean a lot. we got to take care of business next week like we have all season. So just want to know every, t every week. Tucker, congratulations. Enjoy the win, and thank you. Thank you so much. Tucker Large with us, the third-year sophomore safety out of Sioux Falls on the first Dakota National Bank postgame show. Much more to come here as South Dakota State a winner 34-0 over Youngstown State. Jacks outgained the Penguins 490-207. to Jaden Yonke is joining us on the field here at Stambaugh Stadium because you and Tucker are our two guests today. Jaden, I'll ask you the same question I asked him at the start. Who's the best number one on this Jackrabbit team? Um, you know, that's a tough one, but I think I got to give it to Tucker. He's he's an absolutely great player uh, stepping up this year. Um, in the punt return game, uh, back at safety on defense, um, he's all over the field, and it's really fun to watch. Do you want to know who Tucker said? 
Um, no, that's okay. <laughs> he said you, just for the record. Okay, so, awesome. so you guys are great at playing off each other. Yes, sir. Uh, not having Jackson here presented a unique opportunities for the receiving core because somebody needs to step up in his absence, much like when you were out during the preseason that somebody had to step up. Uh, so what is it about this receiving core, because you've dealt with some injuries, that it seemingly is always next man up? Yeah, it definitely is. You know, um, putting all that work in the off season. You know, we're kind of prepared for that. We never really know who's going to be um, healthy each week, and um, it gets to be a tough season, especially in the Missouri Valley. Um, injuries are going to happen, so everyone has to be ready. Um, Coach Manage does a great job getting us ready every week, and uh, this is a, a really fun group to watch. What is your relationship with Mark Gronowski like? It's awesome. I think every time I get this question, you know, um, our relationship is better than it was before. You know, I love that man. He. Uh, he throws me balls every day, which is great to see. Um, I live with him. I've been living with him for the past three years now. Uh, he's one of my brothers, and uh, I love that guy. What was it about the matchup today that opened up some opportunities for you because you end up with 166 yards and two scores? Yeah, uh, coming into the game, we expect a lot of man coverage. And uh, with, with Jackson out, I knew that that put a lot of weight on my shoulders to get open and, and make some plays, and I did. Uh, thank the Lord for that. And um, we kind of just expected it, like I said, so um, all week we were preparing and just getting ready for that. What was it like watching the Ironman effort that Isaiah Davis had today? 19 rushes for 130 yards. I mean, that's nothing new. I get to see it every week, especially um, up close and personal on the football field. He's a great player. I love watching him. Um, he's got a bright future ahead of him. To see the defense pitch a shutout the way they played today has to get you and your fellow offensive teammates just to really going. It definitely does. Um, they take a lot of weight off our shoulders. Like I said last week, um, every week they're playing uh, lights out. It's, it's incredible to see. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a defense like we have this year. And um, with them on the other side, you know, it makes playing offense a lot easier. Jaden, you clinched a share of a Missouri Valley Football Conference championship. You'll have the opportunity to win it outright next week. But to be a Valley champion again, what does that mean? It means everything. You know, uh, I come to SCSU for the success. And obviously I've had a ton of it. Um, this team, we're built for, for uh, conference championships. And, and not only that, but uh, national championships. And that's obviously the goal. Um, so it's nice to get that conference championship. But we got bigger things ahead. Senior day next week. Feels like it's yep. deja vu all over again. Yeah, I got to experience senior day last year. It was awesome. I'm pretty sure it was Illinois State, if I'm not wrong. Yes. Um, so this year, uh, looking forward to it again. I'm very fortunate to experience two senior days. Um, it should be great. Hopefully it's not too cold, get a lot of fans in the stadium, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Well, Jaden, if you figure out a way to make it three or four, I bet Jack Rabbit Nation would jump on board with that. Yeah, I, I think they would for sure, but I don't know if my body could handle it anymore. Jaden, thanks for the time. Congratulations. Thank you. Jaden Yonke alongside on the first Dakota National Bank postgame show. South Dakota State 34, Youngstown State nothing. The final from Stambaugh Stadium.